Okay. What are you, what are you calling this? I don't know yet. Don't know. <laughs> and I also don't know how to do it because I've, n- I've never done a podcast for my life. I've never, I've been on one. Have uh-huh. you listened to any? I listened to You were lot. on The Critical. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the, yeah the, the, the official podcast. What a name that one is. I See, know. Maybe I just need it. Maybe simple is verified. Best. The call, unofficial call this podcast. This is the verified this podcast. This is the podcast. We don't know what it's called yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but. Is the first one? We'll see. We'll come up with a name soon, hopefully. <laughs> because I also need the name to be on the channel I upload this to. Because I'm not stutter in my your channel. voice. Yeah. yeah, it it's it'd be nice for people to be like, man, I'm not sure which one I'm listening to, and then it just comes to the title. He's like, guys, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Woo! Here we go. Okay, as you can tell, I'm joined by Anthony, Big Jiggly Panda, and Craig Mini Lad, two of my very very good buddies here on YouTube that I've known throughout. The last decade, and that's kind of where I want to start talking. It's it's 2020. I know. The, the 2010s are gone, and that decade for all three of us was literally life changing in yeah. every way possible. Oh my god, yeah, mm-hmm. it's so, ridiculous. I can't. It's been. It'll be ten years in October since you and I met, and I don't remember exactly. In October. Yeah, October of this year will be ten years that you and I met. No, I think it's 2011. Because Nine. a lot of people don't remember that, obviously, you being I am Wildcat, but originally you were I are Panda, all in caps. Yeah. That was yep. your original name when I first met you. Yeah. So Tyler stole my name idea. Um, <laughs> no, we met in 2011 because that's when I started my channel. And that's when Evan reached out to me and was like, hey, you just started your channel. I did too. And I'm like, cool. I don't know who the fuck you are, but you want to play <laughs> yeah, games? Is there a comment still on uh, your YouTube video? Because my very first upload on YouTube, there's a comment still there from Vanoss Gaming saying, great first video. I sent you a message. Respond to me or whatever. I think so. It's it's on one of my first videos, and I think there's someone there from YouTube after he introduced us. Because um, I know Evan reached out to you, you two. Yeah, you were, you were a while down the line, right? For me, I met... Uh, so what, yeah, what were you doing this time? 2011, 2012? I started the channel in May. Uh, I was 16, living in Northern Ireland, and... It was me and I had another group of people, um, like, like a, not, not really a pre- previous group, but just guys who I hung around with. And one of them was actually Sniping Soup, who is now blowing up on Siege, which is dope. Sniping uh, Soup? Sniping Soup, yeah. Okay. He's now uh, blowing up the Siege community, which is awesome. Does but he then, just go by Soup now, or is it still Yeah, sniping? it's just, okay. just Soup, okay. yeah. Um, but then I met you guys because I met Marcel and Delirious in a random lobby. Uh, and those guys were like, you're pretty cool, let's hang out more. And I was like, Sure. And then they were like, hey, I got these other American guys. You want to meet them? Sure. And that's where you guys came in. Yeah. So before we had ever been introduced to Delirious and, and basically like Evan met Delirious and then through Evan meeting Delirious, we met those guys. Yeah. Everyone had a bunch of smaller groups. that Yeah. Just I actually had a video. I have a video on my channel because I did a stream like a while ago where we went back and watched some of my old videos. And one of the videos was a Modern Warfare 3 like fontage video where one of the games was my group of friends playing against delirious and basically had to work before we knew who they were oh, really? they were using riot shields against us on uh some map i don't remember i didn't know that yeah so we actually played against each other before we really knew of each other and then we got reintroduced i did that i think that was like late mw3 or i don't know if i met those guys in mw3 or if it was black ops 2 i don't know when i met delirious i can't remember when did black ops 2 come out 2013 2012 2012 end of 2012 i remember most meeting... of that year was 2013 mm. well did we meet scott through marcel because I met Scott in Modern Warfare 3 era. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Scotty always said that he like was like a subscriber or something of Delirious or Marcel, and he would just like session join and just play. <laughs> I literally think Scott... Don't quote me on that, but I think... Scott, that's that's how you guys get into... I love that. That's, the, oh God, that's probably the top question we get all the time. 
how do you guys get into the Vanoss crew? Well, I find it funny how people think that for some reason there's like um like tryouts. Right. Like Evan like, is on like a judging panel and people just walk in. No. Yeah. And then for us, it's like, yes, I want you. It wasn't no. like back then, it wasn't even like Evan wasn't even like the guy, like the the leader or whatever. It was just there was just a group of us and we all played consistently every night. And so it was like there's 10 people online. So we just break up into whatever groups. Yeah. And over the years, like some people just kind of, I don't know, they didn't mesh as well for whatever reason. Like there's no, I feel like some people, I remember there was some people that got mad that like we had like ditched them or like left them. It's like just some people just, you know, get along better than others. And we just kind of stuck with the guys that were like, it was, I mean, it's a, it's a friend group through and through. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, when you leave high school and you lose touch with some people that you were really close friends with because you saw them every day, it's the same thing. You go different ways out of a group because there's not a group. It's just friends. I mean, yeah, exactly. That's not how it's all really think, ever been. I think the whole attachment to it being sort of the Vanoss group is because he was the first one to really blow. Yeah, because cool, I mean, we all met when we all had about 5K subs. E- even earlier, I mean, you oh, guys I met these guys, we had like 10. We had like right. 10 apiece, yeah. yeah. It was like early, early days. And like, then I, I remember my Evan, first video a week ago. Yeah, and then I remember Evan uploaded a video. He was uploading to like, back then there was like community channels and like highlight videos. Like a co- there were people doing commentaries where they would like talk about you know, the gameplay, they were playing Modern Warfare 3, whatever, and they would have, like, every Friday, we bring on a random viewer from the community who uploads their commentary, and I think Evan got on, like, a couple of those. Yeah. So L- he gained is it kind of like a basketball comedy? Yeah, kind of, but it was more of just, like, commentaries. Like, it would just be bigger, bigger commentators would be, like, showcasing people from their community on Sunday. I think they called mm. it, like, Sub Sundays and stuff like that. That's okay. cool. Evan got on a couple of those, so he was the first one to break, like, 100, 200, 300 subscribers, and then, you know, that kind of trickled down through the way, and then he did that video with white boy he did like a remix of him and oh, he gained yeah. like ten thousand subscribers in like two days yeah and that was the catalyst and then Ma- a bo2 came out and that was when we all kind of really well because i remember up. we were all sitting you know back when skype was alive i remember all of us <laughs> were sitting in a call together and we we're all just i think evan like shared his screen and we we're all watching social blade for him to take over to a million subs because obviously he was the first one to hit yeah, it. That was, just, yeah. I remember that. We were all just in a college watching I think that was in Black Ops 2, yeah. It was, yeah. Evan's key to success was in the Modern Warfare 3 days. He took advantage of the uh, sort of the tutorial craze. He'd put out like shotgun tips nope. or yeah. map tricks and stuff like that. And that blew him up. Because um, that's what everybody was looking for at the time. You know, YouTube was blowing up. Call of Duty was obviously like the main thing. Machinima Respawn. Everybody's putting up Call of Duty channels. So he just was like, okay, this is what's big. Yeah. I'm going to run with it. You know, you guys have probably figured this out by now, but Evan is like a business-minded genius. He's not just a YouTuber. No. He's not just a musician. This guy does so much shit behind the scenes, and we all do, but he's just mastered it. Too. I'm going to have him on the podcast at some time because yeah. I know he's trying to look to get more into that and kind of be more open about what him. he does and all the things he's doing. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, having known him as long as I have, like he's very business-minded. And so back then it was about, you know, he, he was just trying to find what stuff was going to get his channel to blow up the quickest. And right. At the time, you were doing like commentaries. Mm-hmm. I was kind of doing commentaries and then trying to do like funny stuff on my own. And then over the course of the years, we started just playing together and just uploading the funny shit that happened while we right. played. Yeah. And then with <laughs> Black Ops 2, that's when you kind of stopped playing as much. I mean, I just dipped. Yeah. I mean, completely dipped. I don't know. It was weird because I always ask myself, like, why did I quit YouTube at the time? And part of it was I had just gotten hired. All right, I just got promoted at my job at Office Depot as a manager. I was working like 50 hours a week. And then to come home and play a game that just made me pissed off, I was like, yeah, I'm not really hurting to do this. And it eventually just became like, I would just keep in touch with you guys on social media and maybe upload three, four videos a year. Because I mean, that was when we were making like 
$400 a month. You know, this yeah. is like we're all in different positions job. too. Like you were very young. I were all, we're all younger than you. Like as far as us two and most of the people in the group, I think yeah. Marcel is probably similar in age to you. But I think Marcel is the same age and Brock is older. Yeah. yeah Brock is but older. most of us were younger. So like we were in positions where, you know, we were like going to school, we were living at home, didn't have a lot of bills. Like, yeah, you, you like, you had to work. Right. You know, oh yeah. You know, we was, all had jobs. I remember like, so you used to work as what was it? A security guard? Security guard. Yeah. And so what he and I would do is literally, I would get home from my job at, you know, 10 p.m. or whatever. I'd get he, home at like midnight. He'd be at his job, sitting at his desk on Skype, watching YouTube videos instead of, I don't know, <laughs> the security <laughs> monitors. <laughs> there was no security monitors. I worked the front desk. <laughs> my only responsibility is make sure employees leaving weren't taking shit out they weren't supposed to, <laughs> and employees coming in weren't bringing in guns and shit they weren't supposed to bring in. That was all it was. I just picture that security guard that you see in movies when like, like, a, like the villain is sneaking camera. in, and you're just like, oh, hey, Roger, and the guy's just like... Uh, what's up, Tom? Yep. Like, don't even look. Literally, up. yeah. No, literally, a lot of it was just me sitting at a desk, and someone would come in and sign on a piece on a piece of paper in front of me, and then that was it. And then it's like, make sure employees don't leave on their lunch breaks, so and they don't cost the company money. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> that job was so like it was so cushy. That's why I was like just watching videos and like yeah. doing homework the whole time, pretty much. Well, same as like because you you're working at Office Depot, you were working as a manager job. I, I'm Craig pretty sure was in the womb. I I, <laughs> I was escaping. Because <laughs> uh, I mean, I was what. 18 2013 so i remember you know being northern irish that was me nogla and brian i remember when i used to come home from school uh get all my stuff done and then we would all jump online at like one in the morning and then we play from like one in the morning to maybe like six or seven and i remember brian had to go to his subway job at 7 a.m and i had to go to school because i got my bus at 8 a.m so i remember people that, don't I remember- see this this stuff that like all that went into it. No, like, can I remember uh, like if you go back and watch older videos, like especially zombie videos, where we we're trying to like do like an Easter egg or something like that. I remember there's times where Brian just wouldn't be there at the end of the video because he had to go to work, and then <laughs> I would dip at the end of the video. So it's always like maybe like Evan and Delirious or something like that at the end of the video because we had to go. <laughs> I remember like once a week, multiple weeks out of a month, there were like stretches where I would stay awake for like thirty to forty hours. Like mm-hmm. I would I would wake yeah. up one morning, go to work or go to school. Be done with school, go to work, come home, record, edit, get up, go to school, go to work, come home, and then do like homework or something. Right. And then Evan, I know, was doing a very, like, he was doing a lot of that too, because he was going to school when we were all like really trying for YouTube and stuff. And he was working a lot harder on his videos. Like, he was editing crazy. So, yeah. And he was like trying to stick to a schedule of like every other day where most of us did. Was this when he was at college? Because I know you guys were, in your, he, he was in his dorm and you were in your dorm. At the I same just time. know that like everyone early on like put in crazy hours. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. I remember, you know, 2012, I got my, my parents like really, really shitty like $200 laptop, which in 2012 is fucking nothing. Yeah. Pick up the worst thing from Best Buy or whatever. And I used to sit there. I used to go and record my Minecraft Let's Play, which I had. The fog was from here, maybe like one foot in front of my face. I could oh, see yeah, two blocks yeah. in front of me. I remember that back when you had yeah. to play Minecraft on a shitty computer. It was just like the render distance was literally <laughs> like eight feet in front of you. You're like, I think I'm at my house. Okay, I'm at my house. <laughs> You're like, let me go. I don't remember where the staircase is. I can't see it inside my own house. In the Minecraft. best part is they, they introduce a new feature, which is to get rid of your mouse on recordings. But the way they did it is they just took a black box and just put a black box around where the mouse is. So I would do my Who Minecraft is- Let's Plays and then I have a black box in the middle of my screen for where my cursor should be. And it's trying to block out my cursor. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was on I was frat. That was some jank. Oh, yeah. Frat. Dude, that fraps. program was not good. Um, <laughs> but I remember doing that. I used to come home, record that. I used to edit that on Adobe After Effects because I didn't realize how long the render times were. So I used to render for about eight hours before... 
I went to bed, I used to upload it because my internet was that bad. It would be uploaded by the time I woke up from school and then I would have it scheduled. So whenever I got home, it would upload and then I would do that every day. I, I had to do that. I had to like upload a video before I went to work because my internet was so terrible that like a yeah. three and a half minute video at like terrible bitrate. Bitrate, you, you guys wouldn't even be able to like, you can still watch the videos. They're still up there. You can barely see what's going on. It's yeah. just moving pixels. <laughs> like 500 bitrate. Yeah, rate. it looks fine <laughs> when you're standing still, but once you like move the gun or something, you just... Just blurs out and pixelates. Yeah. Unintentional motion blur. Yeah, it was like three and a half minute, four minute long videos, and they would take seven hours to upload. <laughs> I mean, we're talking files that are like seven hundred megabytes. Right. They oh. would take like seven hours. <laughs> the internet was so terrible. Because well, I mean, even nowadays, like upload speeds, like a lot of companies nowadays will focus on download, like get a hundred down, two hundred down. That was whatever. the way it was then. Yeah. But even now, that like they still don't really care press. about. Yeah, they don't really care about upload speeds. So nowadays, oh. you might get like five hundred down, but fifty up. Well, yeah. then you would get the sp the fastest speed in my country, even to this day, is a 35 down three up in Northern <sighs> Ireland. So I remember then we still were paying what I had. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I remember then we were paying for five up, and I think like it was like a point one or point zero five down or something like that. That's why it took so long. Jesus, dude. No, when I did when did you come back? I can't remember if it was like 2014 because we were doing <sighs> GTA pretty much. We were doing Black Ops 2 all 2013. Yeah. 2014 was Ghost. We tried it for like a couple weeks and then 2014 2014 2015 was GMod. Like 2014 well. was mostly GTA. Right. There was some GMod in there. But I can't remember when you cuz 2014 obviously that was when PAX 2014 was and you went there, but right. I don't remember if you were doing YouTube as much. Then. I wasn't no, I wasn't really uploading at the time. Um so Take pretty much the release date of Black Ops 2 and add about 18 months to that. And that's about the time I came back. Because I know I, I pretty much took the entire Black Ops 2. Yeah, so that would put, you at, like, that would put you at like March or April of 2014. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I was probably, what was, do you have the release date? Yeah, I'm looking for it right now. It's uh, November of 2012. Was it 2012? It yeah, November 12th, 2012. So then so. a year would put you at November of 2013. Six yeah. months is put you so around April. April. Yeah. So 2014, April 15. So 2014, or 2015, 14. I was still making videos, but it wasn't a lot. You know, maybe a couple of months, but it was better than a couple of year. And then I think I just had, had this revelation at like the end of 2015, which was like, I am, I can't do this back and forth shit anymore because I'm doing still management at Office Depot and then coming home uh, and just trying to make videos. It's like, I need to pick one. And so I made a decision. I was like, I'm going to see where I can take this. And mm -hmm. this is where, you know, talk about the hours that you put in. Yeah. There was like a good solid month where you were like doing both. It was all, six yeah. months. Yeah. It you, was were, six you were months. destroyed some of those nights. No, it was six months straight that I would go to work at six o'clock in the morning. I would work till 4 p.m. I would come home. I would immediately start either editing what we had recorded before or start recording with you guys. We'd be up till 2, 3 a.m. I would stay up till 3 or 4 o'clock editing and then be up at 5.30, go to work. And I did that for five or six months straight yep. um you know if, if you take 45 hours of work at, at at the actual job and then 40 hours of work at home you know we're putting in 40 or 80 90 hour weeks trying to sleep have a social life like i had a girlfriend at the time it'd be like all right hi babe oh good night like that's, that's <laughs> all we had time for um shit man i'm glad i made that change yeah and i just remember when you finally decided to go like full full time you were still like nervous about it and we were all just like yeah you're going to play with us every day. Like, right. you're going to be fine. Like, we're going to help you. Like, yeah. as long as you put the time in, like, there's just no way it's not going to, like, right. do well. Because, well, I mean, you at know, this point, such a good support group. Do you know how many subs that you had when you left? When I left? Yeah. Oh, God. Um, probably less than 100,000, to be honest. Yeah. Because you had less than 100K. Had, like, but had, because like, 40, you left, probably. you left for two years and we finished playing Black Ops 2, which helped us. But then GTA was the real catalyst that kind of blew us up to where we are. Oh, yeah, I came back so, and you guys were all in the millions at that point. Well, that's I what I mean. Uh, that's why I, I hit a million in 2014. Like, 
Same. Uh, right after packs or during packs, I think. Yeah, that was the same because we have like the older ones, like the massive, really heavy ones. But that's what we were saying. Like whenever you came back, like you know, we're we kind of all blew up at this point. We wanted to try and get you to where we were. Yeah. So that's like you know, there was a trust element involved, and you kind of trusted us to help you out. And I'm I'm glad you did. Of course. I mean, it also went the other way around because when I remember the same thing, I'd always say to you guys would be like, "Look, I don't want you guys to think I'm coming back just to like ride off of your success either," because it was clear that you guys were doing something right. It was. I don't know, just my own paranoia of that's just yeah, how I am. I mean, that's person. just right. how you think, but like, yeah, you're obviously you're a very funny guy. So it's like, right. yeah, you don't, we're all you good don't, friends. It's like, not we like kept our up. videos are at a detriment trying to, you know, like, <laughs> right. oh, I don't want to fucking play with that Anthony guy. Like, <laughs> oh, God, we no. have to edit his laugh out of the video again. <laughs> his fake Shit. laugh. We edit that fake laugh. <laughs> Dude, I remember there was a video that you went back recently and you watched like your old videos. Oh, my God. And there was a Gmod video that you <laughs> uploaded when you first came back. And yeah. it's when we all, you were still Doritos. Uh, I was still Mario. Evan was still Luigi. It was the uh, sandbox uh, dodgeball episode. It was a dodgeball episode. Oh, yeah. Remember. And yep. I'll, I'll, I'll let you explain because it's fantastic. Yeah. So I actually uploaded a video on this not too long ago where I went back and watched some of my older content. But uh, there was in that video, because I was still so nervous and still so quiet, it's like I'm recording at my parents' house and it's late at night. I hate that. I hate recording when I know there are people <laughs> in the house. Like Kelly's parents and like her stepdad comes over during the holidays yeah the worst time to record you're just like yeah you're like kind of like yeah i was always <laughs> recording at four in the morning my parents were just one wall, one wall over and you know every week my dad would come and just saying you're a little loud with this guy <laughs> and just close the door anyway, but, sorry oh uh, no you're fine um my parents would do the same shit but it's uh so what would happen is that i would go back and when i'm editing this video I'd be like wow i think i said maybe 12 words this whole session <laughs> so i would record voiceover <laughs> and randomly insert it into the video. I need to see this video now. But it, it was it like laughter and shit. Or there was one where it was like, get over here, little bitch. When I'm talking, like picking up a dodgeball. But the the pitch in my voice during the dub was different than in the video. Because you could tell I was like closer to my mic or something. So in the video, it'd be like, oh, hey, guys, la, 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 la. And then the voice surface, get over here, little bitch. <laughs> it's like... Two totally different tones. And when I rewatched that video for the reaction, I'm like, I, I did I really just hear that? Like, did I actually do that? I did. Did you not know you like when you started watching the video? Did you not remember that you did that? No. And then after seeing, I totally that? forgot that I had ever done that kind of stuff. So who knows how many other videos there are that are either private or still public, or have take been taken down because of copyright with music and stuff. Where I was just like, I didn't say anything. So let me just record some fake lines and throw them in there. <laughs> so, you know, we, we've all, all for the sake of content. We've all done some weird stuff when it comes to, uh, you know, spicing things up a little bit for a video. Oh, yeah. You I mean, to. I remember 20, 2013, I left college and uh, I went, I, I gave myself a year. My professor was like, okay, you can take a gap year now. You have one year to try and figure this out. And I left college the same week that GTA 5 came out. I was only at college for two weeks. And because it's 18 in the UK to drink, <laughs> yeah, I, I was you fucked. Went, you went to college at for all two times. weeks. Because uh, oh, like what happens in the UK is they will bring over and they would have like celebrities come over and perform and they would, like the universities would get sponsored by alcohol companies. Oh yeah, because they already know what's going on. Well, <laughs> I'll say in America, like you kind of have to sneak out to get beer or something like that. In the university, they throw parties for you, and it's incredible. And I barely remember university. Um, all two weeks of it. <laughs> all two weeks of it. Oh my, I was. I made so many memories. <laughs> Met so many people. Uh, like when I met that guy and I met that other guy. <laughs> <laughs> there was one dude. He was dope. All right. Craig was at school long enough to read the syllabus. <laughs> and well, then he dipped. 
I said I went for an extended freshers. Freshers is the week before you go to university and you have your first lecture. So you go a week beforehand to get to know everyone. That, you know, get, like I said, universities throw parties for you. Yeah. So I said I just went for an extended freshers. I had one college class the entire time. And that was it. And it was about, because I went for music production. And it was about how sound travels through walls for three hours. And I was like, that's, I would have left too. At, at least, least it's useful. <laughs> you know, hey, you probably applied that to your, you know, your YouTube setup. And oh, for yeah, acoustically, yeah. Is that why the coat curtains were in your? <laughs> no, that was my thing. Listen, my, my parents were that cheap. Advertise soft drinks and any you know, any <laughs> random product. Those are great at blocking out sound. Yeah, absolutely. I, I wish I got paid for that, but Coca Cola, like, sorry, skipping forward a little bit, but Coca Cola actually reached out to me saying because people there was a meme on my channel of people saying we want to get you sponsored by Coca Cola. Yeah, and I was like, hell yeah! I've never had a sponsorship before. I even know how this things work. Well, Coke gaming is so, all over Twitch. So. I know. <laughs> we reached out uh, to Coca Cola to see if they want to sponsor me, and they said, A, no. B, take down the curtains, or we will take them down for you. I was like, okay. <laughs> I would have challenged them. To that. And now, you know, look, look, six, seven years later, they're like, they want you to promote their stuff and partner with you. Just the impact of Fuck what we do. Um, <laughs> the impact. <laughs> Wow, these mics do lots of stuff. Yes, they do. The impact um, of what we do is uh, it's clearly showing. Yeah. In the last 10 years. But, sorry. So 2013. Oh, hello, Kino. Sorry. Um, 2013, I left. And I remember I worked the night shift for two years. So I w used to wake up at 7, 7 p.m. And I used to go through till about 11 a.m. every single day just to try and keep up with you guys because you're obviously in American time and I right. was eight hours ahead of you guys. Uh, well, it's five hours ahead of you. You were in Ohio, so I should know five five hours ahead of you guys. But we were both we were both east. My yeah. heart's a little fucky right now because I remember I used to wake up and I used to go get a coffee before the coffee place closed, and then have a pre workout before I went to the gym, and then have a monster before I recorded and edited. I did that for that two explains years. so much about the early days of playing. <laughs> you just if you I guys want buzzed off my tits. You guys want to know why Craig has been so loud in his earlier content? It's because he couldn't help it. Yeah, his I'm, eyes were bugging out of his skull. His heart was on the verge of exploding. <laughs> hey guys, I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's why everyone's like, um, I worked that night shift for two years. I remember coming to America the first time, and something as simple as waking up in the morning when everyone else is waking up. I didn't experience that for two years. Yeah, to the point where you know, longitude, latitude wide of, wise of where Northern Ireland is, uh, there was points in the winter months where I have to take multivitamin tablets. Fuck you, I'm fine. Uh, multivitamin tablets just, just to try and make sure that I got enough because I wasn't getting anything from the sun. I wasn't getting anything from going outside. It was yeah. dark for like three months straight. I didn't see the sun for months on end. Jesus. So it's, it's the things that people don't see in our like behind the scenes lives. Because everyone, you know, everyone looks at us now with like, oh, millions of subscribers and things yeah. like that. But they don't see this part. And it's, it's cool to reflect on. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's a genuine like uh, curiosity. I mean, everybody's watching this right now is either for the most part, a lot of you've stuck around for years. But, yeah. Um, Sure a lot of Everyone says curious. that anyway. I don't know how, yeah. how, how many do I believe. But. I've been here for 11 years. <laughs> no, you haven't. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I've, I've often wondered that. And then with the tour and stuff that we just wrapped up, you would meet people who'd be like, hey, do you remember when you did this thing in this video? I'd be like, I'm not sure when was that. They'd be like, ah, 2012. I'd be like, no, I don't remember. I was how do fresh you? out of the uterus. I don't know. Like, how do you remember this kind of stuff? So well, it's, it's cool that you guys keep up with so much. So even recently, you gave me, because my birthday was about eight, nine days ago. Yeah. And you gave me a bottle of whiskey and you got engraved on it saying, this will lead into another story. Sir Harold Thompson, thickest cheeks of dairy. This one. Uh, and I posted that and I told people the story of why people, or why you guys called me Harry Thompson as a private joke. Or, oh my God. I know this And going. someone replied saying, oh my God, is that why Tyler called you Harry in 2014? I was like, that was six years ago. I, yeah. Didn't that, that story, that story came up 
uh, the tour stop in Nashville because I asked the question. Yes, so. exactly. But it's the fact that <laughs> someone remembered, like, even you calling me Harry six years ago. And yeah. they now, held on now to they that. just now know and why. Now they just figured it out. Like, that's crazy to me. That's like a cool little segue to 2014. Okay, 2014, PAX East, Boston. All of us are meeting in person nope. for the first time. We had been friends online for two, three years. And at this talked point, every day, but never met each other. Nope. And at this point, we all couldn't really afford a we hotel were room separate. Yeah, we were all pretty broke at that point. <laughs> yeah. Apart from Evan. Evan, we all stayed together. Well, his this- channel was like, he was, yeah, he yeah. was like, he, he, yeah. he was a million We miles say away. Evan wasn't broke. That meant he could afford his own room. <laughs> right. <laughs> it was a premium uh, luxury at that time <laughs> yeah. to have so your own it was, room. Because m- it was me. Did you stay in the room? Yep. It was you us three. It was us Marcel, three, Marcel Scott. and Scotty, but Scotty ended up going and sleeping in Evan's room on the floor. <laughs> oh, right. true. And you need to understand this is a one bedroom, very it's, it's, small. It's apartment. like a suite. So it had a pull out couch and one bedroom. So there's four of us and there's two beds. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we just swapped who cuddled who each night, but yeah, yeah. pretty much. But was, anyway, we all basically, first, we actually passed, did too. We whoever passed bed. out on the, on the actual bed first, pretty much you got it. Yeah. <laughs> Which ended up usually being you and me. Which was fine. It, it, it was I, like I remember me and bear. Marcel. He's a good cuddler. Yeah. Uh, yep. So where do we even begin? Because well, there's, just, there's a uh, million stories. We first stories. walk in the room. We see each other. It was awkward for about two seconds. And yeah. Then, because and then, we're all gamers and we're all on the internet for a reason. Because we're just anti-social beings. Yeah. But it's, like, it's just like we knew what each other looked like. But it's like, okay. You, okay. You're it was never important. Yeah. 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 I, mean, I, I mean, no one was different in person either. So we still, we knew yeah, how no. everyone was going to be. But the fact that you could like touch them, which was, was just weird. Yeah, and we used a little bit of social lubricant and we got wasted pretty much instantly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we just started drinking that first night. Really, the only difference of talking to Tyler in person is that when I talk to him online, it's like this. And when I talk to him in person, it's, it's looking like up that. at the ceiling. He's looking up at the ceiling, by the way, if it's this well, <laughs> audio that's, only. That's, that's about <laughs> the audio is he does this, but now he does this. <laughs> well, I mean, we have videos going if you guys were unaware of that. No, but for Spotify. Oh, well, Spotify, if you guys ain't watching, fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys. Just kidding. Um, no, it was. Oh, God. I mean, because I met Tyler before anybody else because we met up at the airport. Um, and I, I met Evan at the airport. He was the first person I met. Did okay. I meet you? Yeah, we rode together from the airport. Yep. I do remember that now. Mm-hmm. Yep. You were the me- first person. Yep. We went from the airport. You remember that? And then I'm trying to think who was already there. Were you already there? It was or me, you come- me and Evan because we both came in from California. Because I think he he was still living in Canada, but then I think he was in L.A. for the time, which we got the same flyover, and then we headed over together. And there's a picture that I took of Evan at the airport. He was holding a donut and him smiling six years ago, and media outlets still use this photo to this day of Evan eating a donut at baggage claim. Are these like, is this like spiky, short hair, black aviator and... Yeah, tight button yeah, up yep, yeah, Evan era. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This, no, the the bacon strips. He wore the bacon strips. Oh, yeah. oh my god! Yeah. That the epic meal time. Yeah. God, whatever happened to that channel? Did they get a TV uh, show? I, or like a TV show. I think they still upload stuff now, but obviously it's but, not anything like what it was. But no. well, yeah. the main guy Harley, he has a Facebook Facebook gaming uh, stream. So he's one of the bigger streamers over on Facebook gaming. Oh really? Yeah. But as far as he channels, I have no idea. <laughs> Epic Meal Time was awesome when that was like the thing. When oh, they yeah. Because when they, when they first started it, obviously the ideas were insane. Yeah. It was like and 10 then, birds inside of 10 other birds. And then you start running out of ideas. And it's just like, how big can we make this fucker? That's one thing that like. It sounds like my sex life. We, we've been doing YouTube so long. We've seen so many channels get so big and then just 
disappear. And I'm really like, I'm just very like thankful that that's like we're always still been a big here. Fear. Yeah, the we're still here. Up, the moment you up all of this us podcast, are still growing. Channel just yeah, you know what? We had a good run. <laughs> if so, but year over year, you know, there are some years that are kind of sideways, but for the most part, every every year's been going up. I think for all of us, yeah. yeah. So yeah, absolutely. That's like across the board. Like pretty much everyone, if if it's not go, it's not going down. It's either going sideways or we're going up, and obviously that's perfectly fine. Yeah. If it goes sideways too long, you got to start thinking, okay, how do I make it go up? Right. Well, that's the thing. I mean, like to really, I mean, we can get in this conversation a whole lot more, but like to really continue to gain momentum on YouTube, you need to switch up what you're doing. So there's a lot of channels out there who do COD commentaries until their channel just died. Yeah. Well, so we went from COD commentaries I mean, to GTA like, to mean, That's like the epic mealtime to... thing, right? You can only make so many crazy meals before you're like, oh my God, they made a ton of cheeseburgers. <laughs> right. Oh, this time they made a humongous pizza. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like. Because then even for you, Tyler, like you then went to Fortnite and now you're on COD. So it's like you, you, you keep up with the times. There's a lot of channels out there who they're around for a few years. They don't change what they're doing at all. They're like, this works. I'm going to do this forever. Right. And then now they're unheard of. I mean, music is such a great comparison for that. Because if you think of think of some artists you maybe listened to 10 years ago and are they still around? I mean, Drake like, was the artist of the decade. and His stuff now is very different than it was five years ago, 10 years right. ago. And then like, but. Look at other like people Maroon that didn't Five, change. I guess, is an example that comes to mind. Because where's Nelly at? Their early stuff was just like, oh, it's sort of like indie rock, and now they're just like straight up like they just follow what's popular with music at the time, and that keeps them successful. Well, yeah, it also keeps them like their head above water. Because if you don't, if you're just like, oh, okay, well, this is the kind of content I like making. This is the kind of content I'm continue making. I don't care if people watch. This is my channel. Then you get right. sort of like. And I'm not throwing anybody under the bus here, but Wings of Redemption is a huge example. He refuses to change. I was going to say that earlier, actually. <laughs> he refuses to change how he makes content and what content he makes. And times just. <clears throat> Some people just get too comfortable in what they're right. doing. And they're like, oh, this is working. It's going to work forever. Or this is comfortable. This, uh, I don't want to make it better. I don't want to work to improve right. it. I don't want to change. And it's worked before. So why isn't it I now? Like for me, like I always have to be doing doing something I enjoy. Like I'll never follow a trend just because I don't like it. Despite what some people thought with like Fortnite, there were right. a lot of people so that thought I played Fortnite. There are a lot of yeah. people. A lot of people thought I played Fortnite just because it was doing well and it made money. And is I genuinely really enjoyed that game. Played no. Fortnite from day one. Yeah, and that's just how it goes. And now it's like I'm really enjoying COD, and those videos are doing great. And over the years, that's always the way it's been. I don't really follow trends, but like it just happens to be that the things I like, a lot of other people also like, and so it becomes a trend. Right. And exactly. it's about like realizing, okay, well, I don't think this is doing as well as it used to. I'm not really enjoying it as much as I used to, so it should change. Mm -hmm. You know. I like. I remember when so when Fortnite first started popping off, and uh, Epic was trying to promote it. I think you, I. Or myself and maybe Scott. We did, did like, save the world. We did like oh, a, we, I, I was there too. Yeah, we did a sponsor deal with Epic where they're like, "Hey, we promote our new game." And I remember we all did the video. You know, we all sort of hopped off, and Tyler even specifically was like, "I don't know if this game is going to gain any traction. Like, I don't really see myself." Because this playing was the this. save the world version. It didn't have a BR. It was exactly just the the waves of zombies. You built a base. Yeah, and it was cool, but it was like, yeah, I didn't think. And so then when like the BR came out, and I even did a video for the BR when it first oh, dropped. Yeah. I didn't. Really? See, they that's what's hilarious. They offered me one, and I, I had already posted like two or three videos of it, and they're like, oh, you're already posting it. I'm like... Yeah. So <laughs> I, okay. I took advantage cool of now, it. Epic, I actually uploaded a Fortnite video before it was like huge, because that was when Epic was trying to grow the game. And I remember talking to you about it. You're like, eh, just, I don't know. I don't think it's going to be the next big thing. And then you turned out to like it. And I can tell you guys who were listening, it wasn't because it was popular, because at first, this guy didn't give a shit. He didn't want to play it. And then he did, and he's like, oh, this is fun. Shit. You've always enjoyed shooters. You've always mm -hmm. been successful or successful at them. Did you guys have your or your logos in the game from the Save World? Because I think 
No. Me and a few others yes, who were it's in, in the that. world, but I didn't I didn't I don't have it myself on my own account. Because oh, I didn't yeah, get same. like the premium bundle or something. But yeah, it's in the game. Because we, we were the first ten people to do a sponsored deal on Fortnite. It was Save the World and it was before it the was battle beta. Royale. So a lot of us got like our logos in the Save the World. And then now seeing just the behemoth that it is is insane. Yeah. I, th- I think the only thing that I have my like entity in or my alias in game wise is when people make me levels on happy wheels and they put my logo in it and it looks like a pug that got hit by a car <laughs> like it's it's rough but fuck i appreciate it y'all thank you i'm finally you, in a game were you in dead realm no no had nothing to do with dead realm yeah no, i didn't touch realm. that um, i'm in dead realm cool i didn't even mm. play dead realm so i did of course my character wasn't in it yeah. um i was fun when it first came out I mean, I got my, well, it's not my, you know, my, I said my character model in Gmod, but that's, uh, someone just, yeah, someone that's just, not me. Someone that's, just threw together a homeless man and put a panda hat on him. <laughs> that was my request. Yeah. Well, um, you, you just lucky dick. I'm not lucky dip. Lucky dipped. There we go. Jesus. You and Scott were just like, I don't know what we're going to do. Right. You picked the homeless man and he went with it. Cause I mean, there was no real reasoning behind the characters that we all chose with a Dorito bag or I know Evan and Evan and I wanted to be like the brothers. Um, and then apart from that, it was just that looks dope. Let's do that. GTA, yeah. you know, it's crazy to think about how much GTA really sculpted your guys' channels. When you literally back. all of our like, well, because me and Evan specifically, it's our avatars from GTA yep. masks and how right, much, like uh, your guys' like marketing, your branding, like all that, like Nogla, Louis to an extent, Louis, uh, Delirious. Well, well Delirious, Delirious have always... the hockey thing going on before that he did that uh, GTA? I, I don't think it was before. I think it was just, I think he's just, he's always been into like horror games and Jason Voorhees yeah. and all that stuff. And when it was in GTA, he was like, oh, I'm definitely going to use that. But that definitely Jason brought out the whole raccoon thing yeah. with him and Batcoon. And because yeah. I don't really know much about Delirious. I know we all don't really know much about Delirious. <laughs> well, that's, but yeah, that's but one thing that I do know about Delirious is he loves getting like action collectibles. Oh, yeah. Like, as far as like statues and things like that. Like, mm-hmm. I think, I'm pretty sure. He posted him getting like a giant like venom mask or something like that. I saw that. And yeah, he posted insane. stuff like that on his Instagram. Yeah, Got like crazy statues and stuff. If I, I mean, if I ever met him, I would like to eventually meet him or know he looks like or anything. You know, what is someday. your name? I've known you for nine years. <laughs> I just What's want to go out to name? dinner with this guy. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I would love to see that man's collection of stuff. Oh yeah. It's good. Oh, it would be insane. If, I mean, I would love to go tour his house, and if he doesn't want us to see him, you know, he could just go lock himself in the bedroom. Just the <laughs> I'll just, just go through the museum in his house, and then I'll be like, "All right, Delirious, I'm peacing out. You can come out now." <laughs> just to, uh, tell Luke to like give you a guided tour. <laughs> Cartoons. Like, hey, Luke, yeah, yeah. No, Delirious. I feel, like, I feel like we've all done a good job of adapting over the years as a group individually. Oh yeah. And I think now I think we're all at another point, so I think we can kind of like. I guess we can wrap up our kind of review of the decade with the last year. Yeah. Yeah. Which for you guys was your tour. tour. Yeah. For me, like doing glitch and trying to like change up my content. Do you want to show it off? Back there. They can see it. But just whatever. like working on projects outside of YouTube, there's another big project that me and some friends are working on that we've we've teased on like Twitter and stuff. Nobody really knows what it is, but we're excited about it. But we in general, tra- we got trade off as well. Yeah. Trade off. And then, but yeah, you guys had the tour. That's like yeah. the biggest thing. Oh, that's man. crazy. Yeah. Because yeah. it's. So I guess just take us through like wh- where did the idea come from? So I yeah I mean the idea for me I mean I, I say it in a lot of like interviews or podcasts I do but I want a million stories for my grandkids and I really mean that. So for me I want to be able to just experience things. You know we're in weird positions in life where we have people who follow us and who enjoy our stuff and they want to see what's going on. So there was no real like there's no one really touring. Jack Septic had a tour. Uh, Philip DeFranco had his own tour and I was like screw it 
you know, I want to go, I want to go see places. I want to travel. I want to go meet fans in places that we don't normally go to. Yeah. Um, be anywhere, so, honestly, because yeah. we sit at home. But the idea for it took a while. So yeah. It was so how did years. you go from like, oh, we make gaming videos to we're going to do a live performance, like, which is two hours long. I mean, the tour is over. So at this point, you can <laughs> yeah. kind of talk about like the stuff like you guys, you know, you guys did kind of a little bit of stand up and like well, storytelling. It, may, guys... not over, oh, it may not be oh, over. Oh, OK, OK. <laughs> yeah. Well, then I don't yeah. want to spoil too much. Then, but there was, <laughs> no, there was some, fine. some video games were played, some stand up comedy, some improv, yeah, I mean, some like there were, there were so many different ideas. Like the original plan was for me to be suspended. I don't know if I ever told you this. I want to come down and make a song for the intro of the tour. And the idea was me playing guitar and singing slash screaming slash moaning into this mic of like I'm being suspended from the ceiling and just coming down from the ceiling. Suspended like the playing Sponge guitar. Meme. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the like the SpongeBob meme. meme. Exactly. There's a lot of different ideas. <laughs> yeah, that he's glad that one didn't make the cut. Yeah, wow. So am I. Uh, there's a lot of different ideas. Instead, you, uh, well, I'm not going to say what you did instead on the video, but. It's yeah. graphic. It is graphic. <laughs> and it's hysterical. My mom loves it. No, no. Um, you ever watched a man give birth to a man? <laughs> or a man Come give see our show in Europe. Or a man give birth to himself. <laughs> yeah, if, if you're watching that on drugs, Jesus, my God, have mercy on your soul. But I, 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 a year into it, I was like, I know I could do this tour by myself, but I feel like the dynamic between having someone else on stage and kind of having that back and forth would be something that's... It, it takes a lot of pressure off yourself as well as just adds... The possibilities right. too, yeah. Right. So, so and then with Anthony, uh, we would do a lot of like higher or lowers together. Would you press the buttons or things like that? So that's, I asked you, saying like, "Hey, I want to do this tour. It's kind of like it's a bit of comedy, a little bit of that. I'm not really sure where it's going, but do you want to be a part of it?" And you said, "Yeah, yeah." And that was that was a year into it. So we worked um, in the Real Good Touring offices. The Real Good Touring is the people who did it. They're a company that's under Game Grumps. So you had like Aaron from the Game Grumps in every meeting. He was kind of helping us go, go over everything. Yep. And they were like, a normal tour is like five, six, seven dates long. And I said, for me, a big reason why I wanted to do this is I understand the stages won't be as big, which they ended up being massive, which is insane. Yeah. They're kind of terrifying, to be honest with you. But we, I wanted to go around and experience places like Oklahoma City or Pennsylvania or places I would never normally go to because there's no like gaming conventions there. It's the reason why we go to Boston every year, the reason we go to Seattle is because that's where, that's where the gaming conventions are. We use gaming conventions LA. as a way to just hang out uh, with people online. So I want to go explore. Uh, and that's why I put for 27 dates, 27 different dates over three months living in a bus. That's exhausting to think about. 28 uh, total shows. 28 total shows, including the trial one. And I loved every single second of that. So I remember when the tour was over, Anthony, you were talking about how like you miss being on the road, actually. Yeah, because, you know, I mean, I know. Like, well, hold on. Let's back up for a second, because yeah. originally um, before the initial trial show it was June or July 16th. And then the actual June. tour started beginning of September. And I remember that you were having crazy panic attacks for like two hours before coming yeah. on stage for the first one, because I guess I could do a little bit of a spoiler. He comes onto stage in a bag. Yeah. Um, don't <laughs> you don't ask questions. It's a strange show. Um, and the idea of you having like panic attacks in this bag and in the green room. I've done a few little stage things before at Insomnia and things like that. So I knew kind of roughly how to how to work a crowd. Yeah. But you used to be in a band and you were a drummer. That's and it. Drummers in the band. I was gonna say you're not yeah. really like main stage. Nobody well, gives one, a shit one about of my questions was how how did you prepare for it? So how did you prepare for that whole like <sighs> very new experience? Very different from being behind the computer screen. Because you nearly you nearly dipped out. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I 
I'm gonna be totally honest with you guys. As a what was I at that time? 29 years old. Being on stage was probably the scariest thing I'd ever experienced in those 29 years, and I handled it. I feel like the only way I could, you which was it well, which was having a lot of panic attacks, <laughs> um, half a bottle of whiskey with Craig, <laughs> and some of the finest legal Los Angeles marijuana that I could find. <laughs> <laughs> your boy went out on stage not knowing where he was at which was good because if i did know where i was at i probably wouldn't have been able to do it oh uh, there is a f- I'm, I'm, we're gonna do a video talking about tour memories and things like that but there's a few times where you whenever there's a state that had legal weed you used to go for it so there's <laughs> hell a f- yeah there's a few nights on stage where we have like it's a lot of improv so we kind of banter back and forth and see where we go but because it isn't scripted they don't really know what they're gonna say next so when he's blasted off his tits I would set up a punchline and he would just stare at me for getting talk every, everything <laughs> I just said. Staring. Anthony, fucking come on. Come on. He's like, oh, hey. <laughs> There's like a thousand people in the audience. Yeah. I mean, that's the beauty of live entertainment, though, is that they get to experience sort of the things that you guys don't see in our YouTube videos. Because with editing, you can just chop it out. If you make a mistake, but if you're live on stage, like there's been times where we both stumbled over our words, would be like, "Yeah, and that's how, that's how, that's how I'm New York," and the people would be like, "What the fuck did he just say?" And I'd be like, "I don't know what I just said. You don't know what I just said. Let's just carry on and pretend it never happened." He did it during one of the most. I'm not gonna let's not cover what you were saying. You know, I don't want to spoil it, but no, during, I mean, I, I I can say it because I'm gonna have to change up a little bit. Um, oh, you're gonna change up a lot of bit, but <laughs> just, just for the new show. But we were playing the biggest venue on our tour. New York it was City. New, it was Times Square. Yep. It was New York City, and we're playing the PlayStation Theater. And they were the toughest crowd. It, I nearly am say that it was the yeah. New Yorkers. They yeah, were the tough ass New Yorkers. Every crowd was hey, insane. Say something funny up there. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Who the fuck are these guys? Throw the bagels. Some, um, some dude just told his buddies, hey, come to this show, watch these YouTubers. Who the fuck are these guys? <laughs> but the, the show was nearly sold out at 1,400 people. And there's a part of my stand-up bit where at the end up, I say the line, the best thing that ever happened to me came from the worst thing that ever happened to me. And I get to the very end of my punchline, and the crowd is just sitting there waiting for this. I'm like, all right, the whole reason why I want to tell you guys the story is for this reason. And my brain shut off. <laughs> My, I felt my brain just go and I, in front of this New York crowd, 1400 people, Times Square, New York. I go, the best thing to ever happen is from the worst thing. And because of the worst, it was and, and you came on Mike backstage going, what the fuck are you trying to say? <laughs> See, that's why you tour with somebody else, because when you have a stroke on stage like Craig did that night, you have somebody come out and sort of take the, like, the pressure off. I didn't know what the hell was going on. I'm like, I need to get out there. Melted. I was at the Nashville show, obviously, because I'm in Nashville. Yep. And by then, you had done most of the dates, right? This was the last leg. Shows, so, yeah. like, it was yeah. pretty smoothed out and it was really good. The show was really good. So, like, there was no, I don't, no slip ups or mistakes that I noticed. Yeah. Obviously, you know, there may have been, but you don't notice it in the crowd. Everything was going smoothly. Right. And, so, and that's yeah, the thing. No, it was really sh- cool to watch. The show is, and it's something I was never sure of about with live entertainment. Like, when you watch a stand up comedian or uh, like a performance, is I, I was never sure how much of it was truly scripted, how much of it was repetition, how much of it is just sort of off the cuff, like, let's just go with it. When Craig and I would go out on, on the set or on the stage, we would usually just have a bullet-pointed list of, like, eight or nine things. Eight things, yeah. Of course, we'd practiced and we had, we'd gone over what we were going to do, but we never really had a scripted written down, like, this is what I say at this point. No. 
And that makes me appreciate stand-up comedians because they're on stage by themselves for an hour. And they probably have stories that they've written and gone over in their brains. But when they're on stage, they're just, they're just letting it rip for yeah. an hour straight. And I respect that so much more now because it's, it's exhausting. Because what ended up happening is we, we would say things. It, like, eh, the earlier shows were kind of like trials. So we would say things. And we would see how the crowd would react. Yeah. If they react badly. Yeah, you got to try out, out, you know, try jokes, try the way you say certain. Exactly. Yeah, no. So by the time the show was like fully down, I would say we were about seven shows in. I would say the San Francisco show is when me and you both went, okay, this is it. Yeah. And then for the rest, 21 shows or 20 shows or whatever it was. Uh, ironing out. It was ironing out. But the thing about it was, is if you're ever going to go to a show always try and go to the latter shows on no matter what comedy show it is. Yeah. Because if, if we look, we think back to Toronto, which is the first show that we did, that's, that must've been such a garbage show in comparison <laughs> well, to yeah, like the last few shows. That's because, our perspective. No, of, of course. For someone like, who paid for those tickets, the people in Toronto would probably thought it was the greatest thing they've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, but in comparison to what we were doing towards the end of where we added like lighting effects and fog effects and like we took bits out we had a lot of bits in the initial show was like an hour and 15 hour and 30 the last show recording because we, we recorded the first show in la and we recorded the last show in um indianapolis, in indianapolis. the last show is recording was two hours and 23 minutes long we added an hour onto the show in a matter of 27 minutes. and that just came from comfort we yeah. didn't add anything. It was just our well, stories just like, became more fleshed out. The jokes were yeah. better. The bits where people come exactly. up on stage and participate. We had fully gotten through all the wrinkles and how to handle that sort of situation. And yep. Just like doing a, a presentation at school. You know, you got to do a five minute long presentation. You get up there. And you, yeah. You, you've written out five minutes worth of things. Yeah. You've practiced it five minutes. You get up there and you're nervous and you just you go through it in two <laughs> minutes. Yeah, it's just, you're done yeah. in like two and a half minutes. <laughs> so I guess over the time, you know, as the nerves go away and the jokes kind of more oh, yeah. fleshed out and you yeah. get better at like keeping the story going without losing people. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's crazy. An and hour well, longer. And one th- well, well, one thing that people say is how, you know, I get a lot of stage fright because I mean, I know you've kind of seen it and we kind of did it together. You never really saw it before going out. I saw a few times yeah. before the tour, but everyone's like, there's so many people out there. How do you, how do, how do you hold it together? The one thing that a lot of people don't realize is the spotlights that are above us because we're obviously very, very lit up yeah. and your eyes, you know, they focus on the light. So what ends up happening is you don't actually see the crowd. Not really. You see maybe the one or two rows and the rest of it is just darkness. It's just like silhouettes. Like, you know, when you're in a movie theater and you're watching and you can just see like the shapes of heads yeah. in the in the rows in front of you. That's what we see on stage looking out. Like the first probably, like you said, two or three rows are like clear. Yeah. Then it gets darker and darker than like anything beyond like the first 10 rows. I don't know who the hell's there. Yeah. It no, could be exactly. empty for all I know. Yeah. And that's the thing. They were actually, they were all empty. Yeah, yeah, I know. After just the, first the whole entire rows. show was a friend's laugh track. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> Somebody had a laugh, I guess. So, <laughs> but no, I mean, oh, Jesus, tour was insane. Yeah. And so, especially living in coffins for, you know. Oh, yeah, because yeah, we were on a bus. We were yeah, on a bus we the entire fly. time. No. And yeah, you, you, did you, the would fly, you would fly for a leg, and then yeah. you would bust a leg, right? Yeah. How so, many? That's. So we, we had seven legs. So for the leg that you were on, we flew in the Nashville. We actually, we came here to this house, uh, to Tyler's house two days before the actual show. And but he wasn't you, here. You were in Miami. <laughs> yeah. So you, you were in Miami. Kelly was here. And then we and him, we just went golfing with Tyler's parents whilst you were in Miami. That's right. My parents liked them more than me. And then we went to the zoo and played with little fuzzy animals. I know. And I sold a giraffe. It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. But, and uh, then 
from Nashville, we did Nashville, then we did Orlando. Yeah, you drove from then to Orlando. Ad- no. Yeah, that's right. Was we did Nashville and Orlando. You did from Orlando to New Orleans. New Orleans and then Atlanta. Right. You did a literally a star. Yeah, I don't know. It was like 12 hours backwards. each drive. That's it was a crazy. backwards route. Yeah. Yeah. So in talking about that and the routing, and we get asked a lot, like, why didn't you guys come to this particular city? Craig and I have nothing, nothing. to do with that. There's there's booking agencies. It, there's so many people behind the scenes that take care of these things. I knew what cities we were going to when you guys did when they announced them. Yep. Because that's when that list was finalized and clear. Yeah, because I remember you guys weren't even sure if there was a Nashville show. Like when we were talking early on, you're like, yeah, Nashville's on the list, but we don't know whether or not that's going to be chosen. I'm like, well, I hope so. But if not, I'll fly to another show and go see it or whatever. But yeah, because we were thinking like, we're not the only touring group. Right. I would like a North Carolina show. It's going to be Delirious, Cartoons, like Mr. Beast and, you know, everyone could come out. Yeah. And then I would like to do, I want to do a Minneapolis show because that's where Sammy's parents are from. I want to do a Vegas show because it's Vegas. It's Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> so we didn't really get any choice. No. But I'm super happy with the route. Oh, yeah. And that's what's cool is that it gives us an option to if we wanted to do another short run in the U.S., we could hit cities that we didn't hit like Vegas, Boston, yep. Miami, because uh, we only touched one city in Florida and it's a large state. So. Yeah. Okay, I have one last follow-up question then. If you do do more, if you were to do more, yeah. what would you do differently? Or if you did another tour, like what would you do differently, if anything? So I'm in the, keep, not in the process. the same people. Yeah, absolutely. Either you personally or the show or the bits or just anything, I guess. I mean, there are, there are a few things that will obviously need to change uh, on a few bits just because of verbiage and wording and you mm-hmm. know, life changes and shit, mm-hmm. but... Also, I think what would be cool is not even necessarily changing the show, but just knowing that going into it, we have this whole new energy of, all right, we've done this before. How can we do the same thing, but make it even better than ever? Right. And it's that sort of drive to just make it the best show you can for the people who paid money to come out and see you. Took time off work, like spit money on your merch. Like, I don't think we really need to change this particular show, but I think in the future, if we do tour again together, it will have to be something completely new and different. Well, I would say a lot of the bits we can keep but I think they would just need updated with more relevant bits. Even what we were saying earlier about, you know, having to change and evolve with the times because we could do exactly the same show this year. But I don't know if it would go down just as well as if we tweaked it. For Europe or the U.S.? For we, Europe. Well, I would imagine we would do pretty close to the same show. I don't know if we've show. actually told people that yet. Well, no, but uh, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> you go, Tyler, first episode. Whatever. Insider scoop. No, no areas have been confirmed, but Craig and I have heard your guys' calls and we want to continue doing this. I want to do this. Europe really badly. I really so, want to do Europe. Yeah. Uh, I mean, of course, it's nothing is set in stone yet, but it's it's out there. You know, it's it's something that we're definitely working on behind the scenes to bring the show to more people. and Even Australia. Yeah. Potentially. If it comes your way, definitely... Definitely go see it because yeah, I really enjoyed I it. That. It was really good. Yeah, thank for you. For sure. Really appreciate that. And that's so. not just like, oh, those are my friends. Like, that's not me just like, oh, those are my friends up there. Like, yeah. that's so cool. I'm proud of them. No, it was genuinely like really funny. Like, my parents went. They had a great time. Yeah. Like, my sister went. Yeah. She had a great time. We well, told I- nobody what the show was because we just wanted you guys yeah, to see it. Yeah, I didn't want to know either. It's an experience. I didn't know. Yeah. I mean, does- that's why like a lot of people were complaining. It's like, oh, you told people to stop recording before your shows and all this kind of stuff. It's like, it's a very crowd interaction based show that I feel like watching it online, you might not be able to get the same vibe as if you were there in person no. and you're interacting with people or, you know, like if someone's heckling, you heckle back and the whole thing goes crazy. You know, it's it's a, it's an experience. It's not just kind of like you sit back on a YouTube video and watch it like we want to get people involved. Right. And it's you know, there's, of course, the argument, which is, you know, some of us don't get to go to that show. And I'm like, well, 
I didn't get to go to the Drake concert I wanted to go to, but there's a chance in the future that I can. It's that chase of like, not everything needs to be open and ready to the world. You know, that's I I, I respect when I go to concerts and they're like, please put your phones away and just enjoy the yeah, fucking show. It's not show. A special to go to a show if if you're watching if, it through your phone screen, watching it through your phone screen, or you got to see it beforehand from someone else, or every or you know everyone gets to see it. Like, yeah, it's a special event. Like, right, it's special for if us. You really want to see it? You got to you know go to the city, whatever you know. If it's not in your city, go to another city. Go right. to, like it's an excuse to travel to do something yeah, yeah. new to get out and try new things and. A lot of people, and you know, I'm not trying to like butter our own bread here, but a lot of people would reach out to us after the show and be like, thank you for this. Cause it's, yeah. I haven't gone out. I haven't been to a live event before. And now I feel like more comfortable trying that. So and the type of people, you know, it's going to be like minded people. Like that's the same with gaming conventions, yeah. obviously. When you go to a gaming convention, we're surrounded by gaming nerds. And oh, it's like, yeah. this is great. Like a lot of these people, you can tell, don't normally get out like this. Yeah. No. But then there are all these conventions too. where they're around, you know, and people, like minded people. And well, they come exactly. out of their shell. It's even so. what you said. So we would do a 45 minute QA. Uh, every single night uh, for VIPs and then the actual show is about an hour and a half two hours long but you said something after every Q&A session yeah. uh, which I feel like resonates for this bit yeah no absolutely and that's uh, after the end of every Q&A and I would address the crowd and if you guys are listening to this I'm sure a lot of you can relate which is uh, with us living behind computer screens and stuff a lot of us don't get out and we have no. social anxieties or just anxieties within ourselves but if you go to a show like that or if you go to like a gaming con you have to have this mindset that all those people are there for the same reason is because they enjoy the same shit. Like even if you go and see like Star Wars in theaters, you see everybody dressed up like imagine that, but with like 800, 900, 1,000 people at a show to see two YouTubers who everybody there is watching. Like our shows were an experience for people to not come out and see us, but to experience something new to make friends, to leave exactly. with like, you know, that was one of the coolest experiences of my life. Not because Craig and I are idiots on stage, but because of everything else going on, which is, you know, I made new friends. I got to experience something new. I got over my social anxieties of leaving my house and being uncomfortable. Like, that's what we did making this show. Yeah. I was fucking terrified to go on stage. Well, now I'm like, I need to be back up there. Right. Because a lot of people, <laughs> like, they would, uh, we would say, you know, everyone's here for a reason, whether you like me, Anthony, or for some reason, both. Yeah. And, you know, people came away from that show and they would text us saying, like, hey, I made five more friends. At your show, we made like a demonetized tour discourse. Everyone can come and hang out. Even before the show, whenever we were waiting, like some venues would have, we were, we were playing Pokemon Go at the time. Yeah. Uh, some <laughs> venues would have Poke Gyms and they would have raids, like five star raids. Yeah, so we, we raided with them. So when we were waiting, instead of having like, you know, demonetized tour up there, we would say a raid starting now, take out your phone. And there'd be like 20 people who were just waiting in the crowd, me and him and all the people who were working on it were all just doing this Pokemon Go race <laughs> all together. I think it was fantastic. But people came away. We had five proposals, six yeah. proposals on tour where people were like, you know, we met through like my Discord or we met in Anthony's comment section or, you know, there was one occasion where someone was wearing Anthony's merch in school and it's like, oh, you watch Anthony, I watch Anthony too. And they ended up marrying each other because of it yeah um so the idea of people coming out and <laughs> sharing maker. those experiences is insane yeah was, and now i'm gonna be a best man at someone's wedding <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it's it was a really wild experience and uh i glad we got to do it i'm glad you brought me on with for it it was, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun he's yeah because i thought he was saying himself how you know he was very very close to just calling it quits yeah and he was like i can't do it this is too much for me i don't know if i can do it and he, i was even telling people in the tour group because you didn't answer your phone for two weeks nah, I was, and i could tell something was going on i was like i think anthony might bitch out of this yeah so, i was if, close if he does watch the backup plan and we, we actually made a fully fledged backup plan the show was only an hour long yep but we made a backup plan to try and make it work and i'm so glad you came through oh, because now he, 
not only can you, you know, not only do you miss stage, but you also said you wanted to try and do your own right. comedy tour. Because for me, I'm trying to release music this year. I don't want to try and eventually do a music tour. Whilst for you, you said you really want to keep doing comedy, which I think is fantastic. Yeah. I think you're a naturally funny guy. Well, thank you. No, that's that's definitely the goal. I'm after everything settles down a little bit because I'm still traveling like crazy and having fun. I'm going to start writing my own, you know, jokes and testing them out at comedy clubs. Not with the name Big Jiggly Panda. It's not going to be a, a YouTuber tour. It's just going to be me as a comedian doing stand up. I'll be Tony. Right. It'd be <laughs> oh Tony bro. Tony. Oh John Tony. Uh, <laughs> Let's find a guy named Joe who's really funny, apparently, and just go on tour with him. But. Just go to New York. They're all called Joe. <laughs> hey, Joe. You got any funny jokes? No, but I own a pizza place. Oh, dude, Joe's pizza Joe's is fucking Joe's delicious. Joe's pizza is delicious. Ah. If you guys ever go to New York City, get Joe's pizza. It's like <sighs> just this huge, cheesy, godly slice. It's only like a buck fifty. It's greasy. They yell at you if you use too large of bills when you buy it. Like, it's legit pizza. <laughs> I went in there one time and bought two slices for like four bucks, and I gave the guy 20s. He's like, oh, you fucking got... <laughs> get the fuck out of here I'm like what do you mean it's only four bucks he's like I need like a five I'm like well I gave you a twenty give me my change <laughs> and I got my pizza and left but yeah it's like I got yelled at for giving this guy money New York's great yeah but uh no I, okay. I want to write my own comedy show and, and go from there and test the waters at comedy clubs because if I don't the thing with our tour is that people who came out we, we could have literally like dropped our pants and took a shit on stage and they would have been like woo yeah this <laughs> is what I paid for but a comedy crowd doesn't know who the hell I am there is no expectations. There is no like, you know, there's there's no the, the ceiling is high, but the floor is low. Yeah. Um, whereas with with our crowd, you know, the ceiling and the floor are like right here. Yeah. Um, so that's what's scary. But that's why I want to try. But it'll it'll be cool. You know, this is open up more doors. We met a lot of people in the booking world and the professional touring world. And um, some of them are freaks, but we love them. Like me to call you. Hey, 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 Okay. Oh my god, that is a, <laughs> that is fucking amazing. Uh. Okay, well, <laughs> welcome, welcome back. Sorry, we had a little break there. We we lost one of the cameras in it. We're still we're brand new. Welcome back to the. We're figuring this out podcast. There we is. don't know what the name is, and we don't know how to actually even make it. You do realize because this episode, it's gonna just gonna be called the podcast. It's gonna have a name. Hopefully, by the time it's uploaded, <laughs> it has to have a name. You guys will know before I do. Apparently. <laughs> Anyway, we lost one of the cameras, so I don't know what we did with the video. It might have just been my face the whole time while these two talked. But yeah. we're back. Or we'll we cut it up, if it wasn't good. Wrapped up the whole tour, which was essentially wrapping up the whole last, last decade. Year. Yeah. And well, now. For it's, us. It's 2020. I know. Time to look into the next decade. Yeah. So I just want to know, you know, what's what's to come for each person. I mean, I'm going to talk about what I got going on as well. So I said, do you want to start? We're just going to work. Yeah, sure. I mean, I could kind of. I mean, you mentioned like possibly the comedy stuff. So I guess just. Content wise, mm -hmm. uh, personal life wise, plans wise, dreams, aspirations, comedy yeah. shit, whatever. Absolutely. No, give I, me some of that Dreamville money. Some of the. <laughs> uh, give me some of the Dreamville money. These hoes, these hoes got dreams too. <laughs> Next time you see Jake Cole, tell that motherfucker. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> um, God, that's such a good album. Um, 
So, uh, yeah, to recap a little bit, uh, writing my own comedy stuff, obviously, is on there. Craig and I uh, continuing on with the demonetized stuff. Yep. Taking uh, that worldwide. And uh, possibly even, you know, looking into the future of uh, us touring together. Um, but one thing you and I talked about is I'm a very, uh, I keep to myself, I'm a very, like, I'm one of those YouTubers when you guys will be like, oh, have you seen such and such as new video? I'll be like, who? <laughs> who is that? It's be like, it's like one of the biggest gamers in the world. Like, who's that? Like, I'm very to myself. It's and not hard to do that these days, though, because everybody, well, so everybody focuses on their own stuff, and so many people are blowing up in so many different things. Like, but. I've, like, for example, I've literally not watched a single full Mr. Beast video. Like, I'm just out of touch with the YouTube world. When, I, when you do it full time, it's not what I want to do in my free time. No. Um, anyway, I'm going off on a tangent here. But as far as, like, content goes for me, like, and what you and I were talking about is I'm trying to be a little bit more uh, involved with, with friends and, and people in my life and being more uplifting and uh, one thing for my content, you guys probably all know me as the guy that like yells and screams a lot. Like I'm really trying to get away from that because it's not healthy for me and it's not good content for you guys. I don't, who wants to watch a guy scream for 30 minutes? Like who's clearly not happy. I mean, <laughs> I mean there was there's a lot of people. Sure, that's I really a enjoyed that question. time you broke the the TV. Like that was yeah, that was that was good stuff for everybody watching. <laughs> or going over to your house yesterday and seeing all the holes in the drywall. <laughs> Yeah. See, that's why he doesn't want to replace drywall anymore. No, see, it's old, but (laughs) I I really want to branch out from just gaming. You know, it's I'm not the world's best gamer. I'm not the most enthusiastic gamer, but I do have a good personality and I've used gaming as a platform for that. So now it's to explore. It's time to explore other options, uh, whether that be vlogging through travel or uh, more of comedic bits and sketches. Uh, or even just playing games that are stupid and having fun. Like we played Zookeeper Simulator. Like I'm down that with doing gaming actually. stuff if it's yeah. like yeah. that. I'm trying to do more like, but I can't know, outside I, the mainstream. Just yeah, like I can't upload stuff. Call of Duty six days a week for six months. Like I, that's just not me. That's never who I've been. Those kind of games really show off personality though, like Zookeeper, because it, it puts you in scenarios that aren't just the regular same old, same old. Right. Thing. And you know, I, the whole podcast thing. Craig and I have been talking about working on some stuff. Tyler is clearly doing this. Because we're here doing it. Don't know what I'm doing, but I'm doing it. We're there. We don't know what it's called or how we're doing this, but here we are. It's getting done. And that's that's honestly a lot of how things get done in this industry is just gotta try. Doing them. Yeah, that's kind of how I've like kind of learned over the years is like it's not a how I'm to. never gonna know how to do something unless I just do it. And yeah, sure, you can watch like stuff how to set like I looked up how to buy all this equipment and like what equipment would be good. And then even still we set it up and we had a camera die. And but it happens. It takes time to learn. And I know that like I've gotten to the point where I get like super like uh, I get like paralysis of the analysis, like what people say, where it's like I sit there and think I overthink shit, overthink shit. Like Same. I, if I'm going to do it, I'm like, oh, I want to make sure everything's perfect. But right. And then never execute. But then it, it never happens. So like I've gotten to the point now where it's like, OK, this is something I want to do. I don't know if I'm going to be good at it. I don't even know if I'm going to enjoy it. I think I will. So I'm just going to do it. And that's kind of where this podcast came from. For right. one is well, I just want to have more conversations because with my type of content, most of our content it's just 10 minutes of us laughing, having a good time with yeah. friends. We don't ever right. talk about, you know, what's going on behind the scenes as much unless it's on social media. We don't talk about our plans. We don't talk about some of the business aspects of it. And right. And such a small percentage of our followers are even on social media. You know, yeah. it's yeah. like, where, how many subs are you at? Five, six mil? Seven million, yeah. And you're at five or six? Well, if you add your two together, you're like seven. Like seven. I'm hitting two, but I don't have two million followers on Instagram. I don't or Twitter. have anywhere close to seven. Yeah, I have so like one point like, five million on Twitter and when Instagram. We, so when we do talk about the stuff that's not in videos, only like a fraction of our audience is truly seeing that. Right. Like if a tweet gets a thousand likes and we have seven million followers, that's such a like a small fraction. So doing stuff like this where people can actually get to know us, yeah, exactly, is more exciting than just being <clears throat> an alias online for the rest of my life because I don't want to do that. 
being a personality is cool, but I want it to be Anthony, not yeah. just Panda. Like, I know you don't want to just be Minnie. You don't want to just be Wildcat yeah. forever. And as, like, we've come to see, like, a lot of our audience has kind of grown up with us, so they're not, you know, maybe some of them are starting to get interested in, like, business aspects of things, or some of them want right. to, like, start thinking of other plans and possibilities out right. there or they want to know more about our personal lives and what things we're trying to do personally and stuff like that and so yeah there's definitely i feel like going to be more and more of an audience of it as time goes and i personally want to just make more connections and talk to more people like i'm, I'm enjoying doing this with you guys and i'm going to do more with you guys in the future and our other friends and stuff but i want to talk to other people that i don't know super well i've met several times hung out with or whatever yeah but i don't really know them right and so this is kind of an opportunity to like, well it's yeah the whole thing of like you know you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take and for this you could say to yourself, oh, but like, what if it's, you know, the audio is wrong or the video is wrong. I've already set myself at a standard, you know, having all these subscribers. What if it, you know, all this stuff. But at the same time, this is episode one, you know, I mean, time done, goes on, people are going to come back to this episode and you're going to be on episode like 50. Everyone's yeah. going to be like, wow, that first one. And shit. you've done a lot of like <laughs> different stuff on your like new Craig Thompson channel, like that channel in general. Like mm -hmm. you've been doing gaming for the last six years of your life. And now you're like, let's try this channel. Right. And you're just trying stuff and doing stuff and. Exactly. I mean, look for Killing me. Killing it. Yeah, I appreciate that. It's, I just want to have fun more than anything else. You know, I try not to kind of hold myself inside a specific box. I want to have fun, you know, with whoever doing whatever. I'm here to just, like I said before, I'm here to just experience life. Right. Because with gaming, I feel like it's fantastic and I'll always be a part of it because it's something I grew up with and I'm passionate about. But the idea of maybe like traveling around, going to see things. Like, you know, like Anthony is saying before about, you know, starting your own podcast or things like that, just to get to go out there and meet people. And it's, it's life experiences because with YouTube, it's a very, especially in gaming, it's like a glorified office job because you're sitting at your desk for 12, 15 hours a day. You don't really get to experience the outside world. We made a lot of sacrifices to be here, whether it's family, sleep, social life, whatever. All the and above. now it's got to a point <laughs> where, you know, we're nearly a decade deep into, into this. And I'm like, well, what else is there? Right. You know, I'll still, I have a lot of plans for the gaming channel. I have a lot of plans for the Craig Thompson channel um, podcast. Like I was saying, I'm trying to release music this year because that's been something I've been working on for like five years. Like I said before, I did music production in college, so I want to try and eventually get that out to the world. That I, I could have released stuff last year, but kind of the whole thing we were talking about before where I'm just scared because I want to try and make sure it's of a professional quality as much as I can get. Right. Because I know I could release anything and there'll be people there to support me, which is fantastic, but... I want to make sure that people can respect me as a musician rather than just being another YouTuber musician. Right. That, that scared that me That was a lot of, of like course. what Evan did and kind of his philosophy behind like, obviously some of you somehow still don't know, but Evan <laughs> Van Oss is rinks as well. The music, uh, his music that he makes. And his whole thing was he wanted to start that without promoting it on Van Oss all the time and saying, guys, this is my music. I'm making right. this music. He would use it as outros and stuff, but his whole philosophy behind it was, I want this to stand on its own. Correct. And if people are going to like it, they're going to like it because of what it is and not because Van Oss made it. You know what I no, mean? No, so, right. He's, he's smart in doing that. Yeah. It's kind of the root, because I'm so trying to think of my music name. It's the idea of you want people in the music industry, because it's a completely different industry. Yeah. You know, like, I would like to think that we're respected in the gaming industry, so I also want to be respected in the music industry. And if I just shit out of stuff and tell people to go, you know, every 20 minutes, go like it, number one, U.S. charts. No, it's 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 so fake. It's facetious. You can see through it, and it's just, it's not it's not where I want to be. I right. want to put out my like heart and soul through my music to the world and let them enjoy it. If they don't enjoy it, so be it. Right. You know, um, that as well as obviously demonetized tour. Mm -hmm. um, I'm trying, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I'm trying to work with... <laughs> That'd be sick. 
Uh, I <laughs> you didn't sign an NDA, did you? <laughs> That's what I'm trying to think. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll let, let's I'll bleep you know out. Let's bleep that. out. He's trying to work with blank on a blank. We can just bleep. There that. we go. I'll let you. Trying know. to work on something sick. I'm also we're we're also trying to work on this cool stuff. Like I feel like everyone right now has a lot of cool stuff going on behind the scenes, but they nobody we can't can talk about yeah, it. Like, yeah, exactly. Can't talk about it because one, it just <laughs> sometimes it you might can't ruin it's it. Not ready or two, it's yeah. illegally can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, which I think a lot of people, like a lot of us, have exciting stuff like that. So that's yeah. I mean, I think we're all at the stage where we just want to go out and enjoy things, you know, like holding ourselves into a tiny little box saying, I have to do this because people think this is the only thing I do. It kills your mental state. Yeah. And that's something that I've really experienced in the last year because being 100% honest with you, my mental state hasn't been fantastic. And that's just, you know, being an open book. You know, I go to therapy. I know you go to therapy. A mm-hmm. lot of YouTubers do because it's the stress of trying to entertain and making sure that people like you kills you right and that's that's something that really happened to me and it's the reason why uh i'm on this break right now uh i know i'm I'm technically working your content's on a break yeah because i need to just work on me yeah this isn't work by the way no (laughs) (laughs) this is much easier than what we normally do yeah it's it's the stress of life can stress of life can really get to you and it's got to the point where it really started to affect me and i didn't really like the person i was eventually you know turning into yeah so i'm here to just to backtrack rekindle myself recalibrate myself and have a fantastic year i'm still enjoying like doing gaming stuff but it it's very game dependent like as fortnite started to kind of go downhill it was like oh man i don't i don't struggle i'm not enjoying this there's nothing really popular right now and then minecraft all of a sudden started to take back up yeah i was like i've always enjoyed minecraft but it was just never like something i really dove into so then we all were like on a server and started playing and that was like really, really Those fun for a few months. For right. a few months, that was a lot of fun. And then it was like, okay. But well, it was a breath of fresh air that the we The hype for this has kind of died down. We beat the whole, you know, vanilla Minecraft experience and mods at that point aren't as interesting. So it was like, okay, well, now what's next? Okay. Well, Modern Warfare came out. That was really fun for me for another few months. We're in January now. I'm still enjoying it, but I can tell like it's going to taper off soon. And when it tapers off, it's like, I don't know what else to play. And that's why I want to like start working on other stuff. So that way, like, right. I still feel like I have not like, there's no ceiling on how like obviously i don't have like the biggest youtube channel on the platform right. we're near that and it can always Which do better it can always grow and i really would like it to grow but at the same time it's like i want to have other stuff that i'm working on outside in case maybe youtube's not something i'm super like i'm still going to post youtube videos and make content but it may be you know maybe i'm working on other stuff outside or maybe it's not gaming like i've mentioned to you that i want to do more stuff i'm trying to get my new office set up to where I have a webcam and I can do more in-person stuff, maybe a green screen, goofy stuff like that. And we can play Come more to dumb games. the webcam games. side yeah. of life. I, I might be down, you know? <laughs> hey, and, you got a nice camera out, you can set up yeah, now. Yeah, or flying out to, to your place or whatever and yeah. recording some stuff. Or you and I going traveling somewhere if you we both want to do something like that. And like, oh, yeah. that would be really, really fun. And yeah, just want to start trying new things this year. And that's kind of... I feel like we're all kind of in that scenario where we all I just I feel like, like a lot of YouTubers yeah. are period. Like you see online people just saying like, you know, what can I play? Or a lot of YouTubers saying that they don't really know what to do because there's the, the one thing about YouTube that people don't understand is there's fun games and there's fun knee games. Fun games, for example, are like Destiny 2. I love Destiny games, but I know that I can't make videos on them because they're going to do trash. Right. Because they're fun games, but there's not really unless much you, funny unless stuff. Unless you build it, yourself that really niche audience. Like, yeah. there are obviously people making Destiny 2 videos, but like, if they ever try to leave Destiny 2, most likely, like, their audience is not going to follow them because that's such a niche audience that we're only there for that. Right. right. Exactly. We're trying to be more broad. And so like when we try and funnel into a game like that, that's very kind of unique and yeah, it just usually, usually doesn't work. So like with fun games and you got funny games, like for example, a fantastic example is gang beast where it doesn't have a, f- a fantastic, crazy following, 
but just with our humor, we know how to make it really entertaining. Yeah. But there's a there's a limit, you know, like how of many course, how many Gang Beast videos can you make? How many stick fight videos can well, you make? Like is, I haven't even right. made a single stick fight video. I do. I, we should play that. Mm, okay. Some stick down. Oh, definitely. Just don't invite John and Smitty. Yeah, I've, I've heard. heard. I've heard. Yeah, they will bully you into a corner. <laughs> <laughs> we'll play. With, we'll play without them. It'll be good fun. Yeah. But man, there's I guess. A, uh, what are some like personal? I guess you know more. Just I, we've all been trying to get in the gym. Get oh, yeah. You've been going very consistently. I know you're trying to get back into it. I was going for the last seven weeks. You messed your back up. Then I hurt my back. On yeah. A, Explain that I, one. There's a 25 pound kettlebell on a warm up. Did the first one. Felt a little weird. Did the second one and just I felt it in my back, sh- shooting pain down my leg. Couldn't really stand. Couldn't walk. Had to spend three days at home just in the bed. Went to the physical therapist. Started doing stretches. It happened to me again, like a year and a half ago when I was wrestling with my dog, actually wrestling with Keno. I was picking him up on the bed and that same thing happened. Oh, no. I'm just like, I'm a tall guy. I've spent the last six years of my life sitting at a desk yeah. every day. Just, I need to like, I need to work on strengthening my back. So, what, so that was why I wanted to go to the gym. What actually I, like, I want to get healthier and strengthen my core. And yeah. What actually happened? Oh, like, it's a herniated disc. Herniated disc? Yeah, Jeez. for the second time in a year and a half. Is it like That's a bulging ha- disc? Is that yeah, what that is? Yeah, bulging disc. So what happens is uh, one of the, the the disc in your spine bulges out and pushes your sciatic nerve up against the Ooh. bone and pinches it. Yep. And that causes pain all the way from your lower back all the way down your left leg. And so my left leg is like super numb. It's really hard for me to pick it up. And what you have to do is you have to do stretches where you stretch your lower back and you push that bulge back in to release the tension off that nerve. Gotcha. And then I need to strengthen it so that way that bulge doesn't come back out. And it's... Have you ever done chiropractic work? The super lengthy process. No, I mean, this is more of like a stretching and like muscle thing. So mm. it's not really like, doesn't really have much to do with like it's the lack bones. of that muscle strength Yeah, there. it's just, it's just, I have a tall back and I sit a lot. So my back has gotten weak. I just, which is one of the reasons I wanted to get in the gym is like, I want to start strengthening that. So that's not a problem. And yeah, yeah. Get in better look, shape in then general. Then you can just be an Instagram thought. That's true. That's what I'm going that's for. <laughs> Give me six months. My titties are going to be out. But, I mean, yeah, I think the opposite is that you want them gone. You want them in. Oh yeah. no, muscular titties. There, there oh. you go. There you go. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Let me yeah, make sure we're clear there. Because this is the fattest I've ever been, and I hate it. Because normally I'm like a like a two oh five, something like that. And I used to be hella thin, especially even when I first moved to LA in 2015. I was like thin. I thin. remember. Yeah. You probably. I feel like. Your body has changed more than any person I've known since I met you. <laughs> like yeah. you were like. You were like kind of skinnier, but like not quite skinny when we first met you. And then you like started going to the gym and you like bulked up and then you got real skinny again and you've kind of bulked up again. It's yeah. like, I'm a mess. now you look like a meatball, but like, I know. If there's any, <laughs> I, but you, you, you are like able to do that though. You're like able to change your body. Like I've never seen someone be like, all right, I'm gonna lose weight. And then you just do it. And you're like, all right, I'm gonna bulk up. And then you just do it. Like, right. Well, so I mean, the bulking have, up was through depression. <laughs> well, you know, depression's I, I a good bulker. You know, it, builds. it is. <laughs> it depends on how you do it. You could either get like muscle bulking from depression, <laughs> or, or you can get like, a quart of ice cream at night. <laughs> depression <laughs> bulking. Once we start looking like Santa Claus, <laughs> it's, no, a, it's a cosplay I'm working on. I mean, I've definitely been in the gym actively for probably like the last ten you can months tell. now. You can tell, honestly. Thank you. Now, a lot of people have said that, and you know, I've been I've been honing out on Instagram, showing off my fits, my boots, <laughs> my lack of titties. Um, but like, <laughs> like other things, like I'm, you know, like it's, that's what I said sort of a little bit earlier. And I reached out to you about, which is just personally, I'm trying to be a more supportive, active and social person because we all have a lot of impact on the people who follow us, whether we want to admit that or we don't, or just whether we just want to disregard it as we you know, we're just people trying to talk. 
we have influence and we have to be aware of it. And by being negative and bitching all the time online and being angry in videos, like I'm not being a positive influence. Yeah. When you, when you messaged me that and we had that kind of conversation, I was like, yeah, I kind of feel the same way. I need to try and be more positive. And I've tried to yeah. be, especially on like Twitter. Cause like, that's the thing. Like, yeah. You're toxic as and, fuck on Twitter. Well, and, like, well, the thing is, listen, <laughs> I know, I, know Twitter. I, am. I know I am, but it's, it's more of like, I'm just very opinionated and I just like, I want to speak my mind. And I have 240 characters to do it. Right. I don't do it in videos ever. My videos, you'll never see me like, other than maybe a little spout or a little yeah. 10 second rant. Sure. You know, I'm not uploading 10 minute videos of like, what's wrong with Fortnite right. or what's wrong with this game or what's wrong with YouTube or what's wrong with this. Yeah. So like, I just kind of have Twitter as my main outlet to like voice those opinions. And I'm trying to like, no one really fucking cares to be honest. So like, I'm just going to try and stay more positive. And I feel like I've tried to do that this year. Yeah, but I mean, it, it makes you feel better. Yeah, yeah. It does. just oh, yeah. overall, because when you have less toxicity in your mind and you're you're not constantly worrying about like, man, fuck this, fuck that, blah blah blah, you can focus on other things that those thoughts sort of cloud. Which that, is, I mean, that was getting that was healthy. Thing. Yeah, you were talking about like gassing up friends. I was like, yeah, hell yeah, like, like you've been in the gym, like dope. I'm right. at the gym. Gas me up too. Yeah. yeah. You guys went on your tour. That shit was dope. I went. It was super cool. Right. You posted about like Baltimore not being sold out yet or something. I was like. Sell this bitch Go, out. Yeah. Buy it. It's like, it's sick. You're going to enjoy it. It's so like, we didn't we get to, to where we're at Good. alone. And no, I don't know. And I, and we won't And a lot of people try and like alone knock us for that or whatever. You know, like you grew because of so-and-so or so-and-so wouldn't be where they are without so-and-so. But it's like, it's all a group What's thing. Wrong no, with no, that? Everyone's together. Like no one's where they are. No one would, none of us would have gotten where we are by ourselves. Right. It's oh, a group no. effort. You think Drake got to where he's at no. solo? Hell no. Exactly. It's because he's in a wheelchair. That's why he's a good rapper. <laughs> Or maybe it's because he was with Lil Wayne and well, <laughs> yeah. No, well, that, that's the thing. It's like maybe he's a little bit more important, especially than the with music. Like you, people come in with collabs or they meet and they slowly kind of work up. Like that's that's the thing. But whether it's movies, you know, a character like a smaller character in like Harry Potter film, and now all of a sudden they're crazy massive. Like you look at like like a, like a John Boyega who went from like really small roles, and now all of a sudden he's like one of the faces of Star Wars. Yeah, where it's like. People, no one grows by themselves, you know, whether it's through friends, whether it's through collabs, whether it's through management, whether it's through anything like that. People have their team behind them. Absolutely. I have my team. You have your team. You have your team. A lot of teams overlap. That's just the way it is. But no one out there who is a face of anything did alone. No, no. absolutely yeah. not. It's I mean, that would. There's too many obstacles to get to certain points in in professional worlds. For you to do it alone. Yeah. Because once you reach a door and that door is closed, you have to know somebody who can help you open it. And if you don't, then that's where your journey stops. Yeah. So for people like, like even like PewDiePie, people will try to say that PewDiePie is self-made and did it all on his own because he's a solo YouTuber. He very rarely played with other people. That doesn't mean he didn't have a team of 15, 20 people behind him helping him get to that point with management. And, and editors and artists and creative directors like, even so much you know right my wife but like it's just that support yeah like that none of these people have done these marcy things. Is, is felix's biggest fan and i love that yeah like even like like the ogs like uh like sark and hutch like some of the people who sort of like revolutionized what youtube is did they start off solo sure but they grew as groups like hutch you, you think of hutch you immediately think of nanners sark yep uh, like Justra, like these these older names, like those guys grew together as a group. Well, it's even it's even same as like you can pick out any influencer out there, and you can you can say five other YouTubers that are surrounded or in and around that group. Like yeah. you look at like Jacksepticeye, for example, right? Right. Where he's he does a lot of videos solo, 
But when you think of Jacksepticeye, you think of PewDiePie, Markiplier, you know, Lord Minion, whatever it is. You know, you know, Wade, a lot of people who are in and around that. You look at Ninja, you think of Tim, you think of Courage, you think of Lupo, you think of everyone who's surrounding that. Right. When you think of Tyler, you think of all of us. You know, people it, get way more attached to groups, I feel like, than they do individual people typically. Even look at like, the because yeah. group dynamics, like people enjoy seeing that friendship, they enjoy seeing that camaraderie, they enjoy yeah. seeing the different personalities clash or mesh. Um, Mr. So, Mr. Beast has like yeah, a like giant all team friends. Yeah. yeah, exactly, all, all those friends. Even like like you know, I, I would talk to Chris a lot, um, who's one of the Mr. Beast, like one of the guys in his videos, and he was saying how they were just high school friends and they just wanted to mess around and do videos, and now he's sitting nearly on 30 million subs insane you can even take what we're saying and apply it to even i don't want to say higher but different career fields. like look at let's say seth rogan mm-hmm. think of seth rogan who else immediately comes to mind you think of like james, james franco. franco the guy that writes with seth rogan like uh jonah hill like yep. these guys work and then together. you think of jonah hill and then you think of super bad and then you think right of, uh, you know like, michael Sarah, and then you go from there and then it just, right like every industry has people who form a small tight-knit group that are friendly with one another and then those people through their own connections help each other grow so i, I think as human nature we try to we tend to get caught up in like who did what or who did this if you guys remember comments of like oh you're just you, copying, you're copying so and so or pewdiepie did that first and it's like okay yeah that doesn't mean he did it best well there's or that doesn't mean i can't add something new to it and that's a lot of people just want to get caught up in like well you grew because of him or he did this first and it's like in the end, who gives a shit? Like, right. you still enjoy the content. If you right? enjoy I mean, this whatever. person's videos, watch them. If right. you don't enjoy that person's videos, you don't have to watch them. It's, it's that easy. It's a saying that I heard where um, to be what? original. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> the ice cube was like in my mouth and I choked on the bourbon. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Oh, good. <clears throat> but to be original, it's 75% <clears throat> someone else's work and 25% your own. Which is true because everything out there has already been done. It's just a matter of putting your nah, unique dude, spin not on my Modern else. Warfare videos, dog. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> nobody corpse launched like I have. Oh, corpse and, launch days. Like, oh. let, like, let's even like, and this is me being absolutely just ridiculous here, but let's jump back to like prehistoric times. Before you do that. Where are we at on time? Where are we at on time? We're at 25 and a half minutes. We should probably. Yep. I got a minute 30 left. I'm going to say what I've got to say. Real Go for quick. it. This is just me being ridiculous. We're avoiding camera problems. So. The guy who invented the wheel, I guarantee you, didn't just look at a rock and was like, I'm a chisel and carve this bitch until it is round. He saw like a round rock probably rolling down a hill somewhere and was like, oh, I got a fuck. really good idea. Holy fuck. And you know what? The guy who invented the wheel, nature did it first. Fuck you, you an original asshole. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. I think that's, I think that's what I want to just call it. The... Podcast. podcast. It's, That's it's pretty funny. It's unique. So what's the name of your podcast? Well, it's the podcast. Are you are you okay, sir? Yeah, I just told you. The name of my podcast is Yeah. And then I'm gonna sell a t shirt. That's the merch. No, dude, dude. <laughs> <laughs> sell blank t shirts. <laughs> I'm just gonna be the <laughs> The logo the name of our show's on the front. It's just buy bl- in blank shirts. Blank t shirt. <laughs> no. I like it. It's stupid. It's perfect. So welcome to welcome back to the podcast. You're perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I want to wrap things up, kind of close out. Yeah. And my question is, what what does the next? I guess where do you see yourself in five years? 
It's a very vague. It doesn't have to be five years, but maybe just like where you want to see yourself, yeah. where you hope to see yourself, where you actually see yourself, whatever it is. Man, man, five years, I'll be 35. This guy can count. <laughs> Boy, this guy fucks. Um, <laughs> he won't much longer. <laughs> nope. I don't. It's it's going gonna, into male menopause soon. It's going to stop working um, soon. <laughs> somebody sign me up for Viagra. Um, <laughs> please don't. <laughs> it works here. just fine. Um, five years from now, man. Well, obviously, I'd like to have another couple tours under my belt. Hell yeah. Uh, not only with YouTube related, but just like my own solo act, uh, comedy. Um, Tony B. Even if it's not even necessarily touring, I just still want to be more invested into the entertainment industry not just youtube not just something that is internet based i mean a lot of entertainment is going straight to internet based but live entertainment it was a door that was open to me that is just it's magical it's so much fun it's like <laughs> i'm so glad you enjoy it honestly like, i mean obviously i made like the whole snarky remark earlier about like smoking weed and stuff but honestly the best high in the world is just that energy and that adrenaline of doing something that you love and I found that with being on stage. I mean, I even got like a small taste of it and I loved it. Like you guys brought me on stage. Bro, they brought yeah. me on stage at the Nashville show and I actually went up and like everyone there, obviously they, you know, they watch you guys. They know who you are. They know who I am. So right. like everybody was super excited about it. And that was like a really crazy experience. Like you guys were like, come on up. And I walked up stage. Everyone's cheering. Yeah. I said a little few words or whatever. Kind of got some laughs and cheers and I walked off and I was like, man, that, that was really fun. Like maybe I want to do a tour sometime, but. Well, because I know, I know travel, like, start no shit. It's, <laughs> I know it's like four years ago we had the same conversation of like what we're gonna do in the future. I know because I know comedy was something yeah. that you wanted to pursue. A I'm while just terrified ago. of it. It sounds fun. Well, I was too. Going from making stupid shit fart joke, fart jokes, fart jokes, fart yeah. jokes. Yeah. That's when you fart and fuck at the same yeah, time. Yeah, fart jokes. <laughs> Y'all want to fart? Anyway, making stupid shit dick fart jokes while playing games <laughs> is a lot different than like. Being on oh, stage. Being in a room looking at you like, hey, fucking make us laugh. Right. Yeah, exactly. A lot of pressure. It was. And God, it's it was awesome. Um, I would also like to, I don't know, have a family started in the next five years. There you go. Because if I don't have a kid by the time I'm 35, I ain't shooting that seed. I don't want that kid having a grandpa at his goddamn high school re or graduation. That's that's a part of my five years. Well, I want to have a kid before I'm 30. Yeah. Three years on that. I mean, I got to find a wife, but. I'm Craig. <laughs> We'll I, mean, I found a wife. I just need to, you know, you need, need to get there. Yeah, we need to get that missus on there. Yep. Well, shit. Scott just went up to you, bro. 20 minutes yeah. ago, he just announced the world. They got married. Yeah. Well, that's a lot longer than when the show's announced or of published than 20 minutes ago. But at the time of this recording on January 18th, 2020, approximately 7.35 p.m. 7.05. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about you, man? Um... Continuing in the Demonetized Tour. Yeah. I want to sure. try. I would love to have like a few albums under my belt, which would be fantastic, you know, dreaming wise. Yeah. Um, Not dreaming. I wanna, I've moved five times in the last five years. I want to have a home base. I want to have somewhere where I can just call home, where I can go to and somewhere to properly decompress. Somewhere to live for yeah, five years. Because that's something, that's something that I, I struggled with for a while is I haven't really had anywhere that I would call a home. Mm -hmm. Because I knew something that, well, I didn't know, but like something was going to come up that eventually led me to go somewhere else. So. Right. Um, have a place I can call home. I would love to be able to settle down with whoever wants to at this point. Um, <laughs> you it, let me it. know. <laughs> what up, what up What's that? Um, I think we've toured the country. Let's tour the bedroom. Oh, oh my. Uh -huh. let me tour that wreck. That was a lot. Of <laughs> <laughs> All right, there was a lot of bonding going on on that tour bus. A lot of alcohol. A lot bonding. of sexual tension. Yeah. I was there. I was on the tour bus for a little bit, and I even had to get off before I got my dick sucked. 
Someone Kelly would have been pissed. <laughs> Craig was reaching, dude. <laughs> oh, what can I say? Just like old times. Um, and this is something really cheesy and really whatever. I want to make sure that I'm happy in five years. That ain't cheesy. <laughs> what a loser. I know. <laughs> fucking idiot. You would be, <laughs> oh, no, it's, it's like, be happy. I'm a fucking retard. With, <laughs> with moving and with whatever, like, life, life has been very weird. I want to make sure that I learn to take vacations and work on me. That's what I I'm doing this year. That. I literally made a New Year's resolution to go on three vacations. I booked two. Yep. Third one. And they, they can be anything as small as like going to the beach for two days. That's like what the first one is. We're going to the beach for three days. Like that's yeah. not yep. anything outrageous, but I haven't done it in but eight what, years. But when you right. don't have to think about work for a while. Yeah, that's exactly. I just want to turn my brain off and relax and enjoy company with, you know, with Kelly. Right. Yeah. That's oh, why yeah. this, these last two weeks where I haven't done anything YouTube wise have been the strangest two weeks of the decade. Oh, I know. No, we're kind of early on that. But it's <laughs> the strangest two. In fact, Craig, it's been the only, only two weeks of the decade. decade. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all some bitches, but also true bitches. Um, These first two weeks of the year have been the strangest <laughs> two weeks of this year, man. I will tell you what. You're never going to believe what happens next. <laughs> uh, no, that's, that's kind of where I am. Tyler, what about you? Well, so I don't want to have a kid. Yeah. I exactly. He reason. wants to find a I name wanna, for this podcast in the next five years. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to name the fucking kid. It's going to be the kid, kid, son, the daughter, like whatever, the kid. Yeah. Kid. By the time, like, so my, my parents had me young. My dad was only 20. My mom was 18. So like, they're very young. Like my dad's only 47. He yep. still goes and plays basketball with me. Yeah. We could go like ride four wheelers and shit. And he oh, did yeah. when I was growing up. And like, I want that, but I'm already seven years behind. So I'm like, okay. I, yeah. I don't. I like. I want to have a kid before I'm thirty, just yeah, so I can just have a lot of those same generations like that. Yeah, that's yeah, different. true. But just like the fact that like I still hang out with my dad, and he's like a really good friend. You yeah, know? and like I want that same experience. Not that if you know he was older, it wouldn't be that way. But you know what I mean. Yeah, my dad's much got more relatable. Twenty years on me. Yeah, that's it. So I'm thirty. He's fifty. Yeah, that's the way so. my dad is. Twenty seven, forty seven. Opposite. My it was weird because like when I was with Sammy, her parents were like 40, 41, and her grandmother was like sixty five. Yeah, my mom's sixty five. Yeah. So my mom had me when she was like 39, 40. So like the other end of the spectrum. Yeah. So well, my, the, my swimmer's got a little bit more time then. Right. But for me, it's like, <laughs> I'm also a very traditional <laughs> sense that like, not only do I want to have a million stories for my grandkids, but I want to make sure that my parents have grandkids. That's kind of like a life goal for them. Yeah. You know, my mom's, everything uh, I kind of do is I kind of rotate around them. So mom's ready. Sure. Yeah, my she's mom, probably been my mom's ready. ready for some grandkids. <laughs> yeah, she is. She's tired of Shelby. It's <laughs> <laughs> my sister. Those of you who don't know. She's like, uh, I need somebody young in this house. Go, go, sh- go load up. Yeah, yeah. Go I load wanna, up Kelly so real quick. I want to have kids for him 30. So that's in the next three years. So yep. Kelly is quitting her job next month. And part of that is to, to prepare fu- the womb. Fu- no, 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 no. Prepare thine uterus. No, it's, it's just it's just we're still young. She doesn't have to work like. Right. I've got things held down in that category, and she only worked really for her own fulfillment. And it got to a point where you know she wasn't really enjoying like right. She wasn't getting it anymore. She she works with animals and she loves that and stuff. But oh, she'll this, be but getting it after with this any month. <laughs> All right, guys, you know what? This gonna be a dungeon next month. Every job has its problems, essentially, you know. And so right. she was getting tired, kind of tired of it. So we're gonna take a year, two years. We're gonna go travel while we're young. She wants to go to Japan. So we're gonna go to Japan. We're gonna go That's do gonna cool awesome. stuff. Yeah. We're gonna. She's gonna do you know different experiments on you know. Maybe little home businesses that she wants to try and do, stuff like that. Fun stuff she wants to do. We're going to enjoy a year or two and then settle down completely. Yeah. Have the kid probably move out of this house into something more like permanent, permanent. Mm-hmm. Right. And you then build that house that you really want. So that's yeah. as far as the personal side, as well as getting in shape. That's the main thing. And then as far as YouTube and business wise, 
I'm fine still doing YouTube videos as long as oh, it's course. something I'm in, I'm enjoying. But right. if all of a sudden there's a year of just a dry spell of games, like I'm gonna go nuts. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean YouTube is always nuts. gonna be a thing for all of us. I feel like we're we're that. Yeah, deep we're never gonna be pretty rooted it's, into it's it at this point. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's you know, if if you guys keep watching, we'll keep making stuff. That's kind of the way it works. So Even if you as, don't. Yeah. So far as like, I, <laughs> yeah, it, I made shit when no one was watching. Yeah, yeah that's how I got started. I, I streamed to nine viewers for three years. I remember those days. <laughs> yeah. I remember I streamed on Justin TV. Yep. Oh my god. That's back when it was like Big Brother. Yeah, <laughs> I've been I've been partnered on Twitch for like seven years. <laughs> Jesus God Almighty. Yep. Yeah, so I think I'm, it's a pretty I'm, solid five year plan. Yeah, I'm fine still doing YouTube, but like I'm starting to try and build like businesses and different projects outside of YouTube to where if if YouTube like YouTube has been rocky, right. bumpy, questionable last, the last couple years. years. Yeah, uh, but if you know how to navigate, you know, sponsors and 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 investing your money wisely and being smart with your money, then it's not as scary. No, and I want it to get to a point where I don't have to worry about it at all, and I only do YouTube when I feel like it, when it's fun. If yeah. that's every day, cool. If it's once a month, cool. I have other stuff I'm working on that I'm just as passionate about, right? Um, whether that be glitch, which is something that I've I've gotten into recently, or some other projects that I can't talk about yet that I'm really excited about. So yeah, absolutely. in five years I'm either maybe I'm doing YouTube, maybe I'm working on this other stuff. Either way. You're still going to hear from me. Yeah, I'm going to be on the internet. You'll be sure. listening to this podcast yeah, still. Probably, yeah, hopefully. It still won't have a name, but it, shit, it'll be good. It'll still be the podcast. But, <laughs> but yeah. Yes. That's solid, man. That's a solid plan. Oh, yeah. I'm excited to see where we all go. It's going to be crazy. And then we'll all be, st- you know, we'll all still be in touch, obviously, at this point. Because it's crazy to oh, think yeah. like 2015, five years ago from now, if you would have said that, you know, you're starting your own businesses and you have this house or the cars or whatever. And then we had our own fucking tour right. and shit like this. Like, yeah. And five years ago, wasn't that long though. I remember 2015. Yeah. It wasn't, I was playing, it wasn't, but I was we playing were, some black ops three zombies. Like that doesn't seem like that long <laughs> no. ago. Like, no, it really wasn't. So five years is going to come up quick. Yeah. You know? And I feel like obviously as everybody says this, but as you get older, like you feel like time moves quicker and like the years go by quicker, especially you got busy, more shit going on, especially yeah. as busy as we are. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think one, one we thing, spend days in our room and we come out and we're like, what is year it, is, it? Is, <laughs> it, is, it, yeah, is it Thursday, Friday? I don't even know. <laughs> well, it's but we get those. months like that, though. Like you guys going on tour. I'm yeah. sure those months flew by. Oh, Dude, my God. Yeah. I can't so believe fast. it's January. Yeah. I feel like it's still September. I know. Well, that's something that my parents always told me whenever I was growing up, like, I would go to my family members, you know, my mom's uh, one of seven. I have a bunch of cousins where, you know, people were like, oh, my God, Craig, you're go- growing up so fast. I'm like, yeah. uh, <laughs> whilst now gradually getting older and seeing a bunch of my younger cousins and seeing them grow up fast. I'm like, damn, it's insane. Yeah. Well, I get told by fans all the time, like, oh, I've been watching you for five years or I used to watch you when I was a kid. I'm like, no, that's, that's how old are you now? And they're like. I'm 20 or I'm 18. Like, oh shit. Yeah, you were a kid. You were 13 years old right. you know, five years ago when we were making GTA videos. Like, exactly. People, people have been saying, it's like, oh, you were my childhood. I'm like, bro, I'm barely legal in this country. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, but this it's, shit ain't stopping. No. no. <laughs> it's an honor, too. It really is. Oh, we'll do what we do and to have you guys watch and support us. So I know we've said it a few times, but thank you for that. Yeah. It means a lot. We wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for uh, that opportunity you guys gave us. Yeah. You keep watching. We'll be here. Yeah, hell any, yeah. Is that any any last comments? Penis. Penis? Um, I hope to be back and I hope by that point I know what show I'm on. I guess yeah. if somehow <laughs> I guess yeah. You're definitely gonna come back for yeah. sure. But I guess if you have if somehow they don't know who you are, where do they find you guys? Oh uh, well, my name is Anthony. You can find me on Twitter and YouTube at Big Jiggly Panda. And if you're on Instagram, you can type in Big Jiggly Panda and then backspace the panda part and then hit search. <laughs> And you'll find Big Jiggly. Big Jiggly. Craig, how many D's are there? 
There are three Ds. Mini lad because when I, I had my, my mini every lad, link, mini lad two Ds. Uh, there was a YouTube error message when I was creating my account, so I literally just added an extra D, and that was that. But yeah, are I, all your socials with the three Ds too? All my socials are three Ds, but my online name is two Ds. Wait, okay. but where'd you get that shirt though? Where'd I get this shirt? Well, let me tell you, wild coot. <laughs> you can get this at at shop lad on Instagram. I am currently between designers, so there hasn't really been much going on. But you can get your smiley face shirt God, now, if, now, now. If you ever want to get in bed with Craig, just give him an opportunity to promote something. And he's, oh my give God. me a crest pie rock hard. You show this guy a fire meme and a place to plug his merch, he will suck your dick skin <laughs> off. It'll just be cartilage left. Rock. <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> uh, oops. Bad timing. I'm real bad All about right, that. We'll, we'll wrap uh, things up there, though. So that was the... And that was that was the maybe that's what it's gonna. It might not be called that. We don't even know. We I'll don't second, even know. I second guess everything. But good luck but, with the podcast. I hope it was. Yeah, well, that's no, part that of your five-year goal. You agreed on it. Just roll with it, bro. Yep. Yeah, that's why we're no big was, jiggly moony lid. And I am wild kit. It was fun chatting with you guys. Obviously, I talk with you guys a lot. But yeah. this oh, yeah. is kind this of is just uh, like hanging out in Discord. Except I get to look at you. Yeah, but it was like even still some more in depth than what we usually. Yeah, it's usually like, oh, what'd you have for dinner? Oh, that's cool. You want to play COD? Sure, let me go get drunk. It's pretty, like, we talk a lot, but it's rare that we've ever sat down and talked for almost two hours straight right. talking, so. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. Hell yeah. Right. Thanks for Have having fun. me, man. Thank you guys for watching. Peace. Peace out.